Shotzi Blackheart, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is Smack It, our SmackDown Live recap and review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Feels like a, feels like a good day in the Diamond Studio because we're... We're back at it again. The boys are back in town. The, the click is back together. Doctor Strange. Po- oh, never mind. What? No. I the Doctor Strange. Up. I already love. fucked up. I already fucked up. We'll I'm go, not. We'll no, I'm not going to complete that sentence. I thought you were going to call Jose the Doctor Strange love of wrestling podcast. Yes, Doctor Strange love. Doctor Strange. But returning to City Wrestling Radio, we we'll have the one, the only Jose here. How's everybody doing? He How is are back. You back again. How are you today, sir? Uh, feeling better. Feeling great. Coming off the DL. Uh, well, not out of the DL, off the DL, the dis- disabled list. Yes, not the down low. Yeah, don't get it confused. Um, coming off the disabled list, back making your main roster debut. It's good to have you back, Jose. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank, you, thank you. you. Little pneumonia can't keep me away. Uh, and also joining us today is our our yeah, uh, Michael Vergara. Yeah, you should know that dude. He's yeah. he's here. He, I'm here to annoy you again. But here we are. We're here to talk about uh, SmackDown last night. We also got some news we're going to get into. Um, but you know, after the show, guys, stay tuned. If you want to listen to us. Ramble about Avengers Endgame, Infinity War Endgame. Please stay tuned to the end of the show so you can listen to us ramble on about uh, get a twofer what, today. what we thought about this. It's a, kind of a bonus episode, I yeah. believe. Short answer, if you don't want to get spoiled, I fucking loved it. Oh, I t- totally loved it. Nah. Yeah, I know. Wow. It was good. It just... It was. Mm. We'll get there, Corey. We'll get there. I yeah. loved it 3,000. Oh. oh. Well, I did right. cry. I did right. cry. Okay, right. yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. But guys, uh, thank you for tuning in to Smack It. But you can check out all of our other shows, like the Raw Review, the B Show, or those are our other shows. We don't have we have like pay per view reviews and oh, predictions. Yeah, no. Check it out, SoundCloud.com. Well, we I think we have to, might have to change the name of the Prediction Addiction. Is really? it because of, too many is, complaints? Is it because addiction is kind of a bad word? Is kind of a no no word? No, it's because Facebook is a bunch of uh, wusses. And they want us to remove that word. And they, no, I'm kidding. No, yeah, it was pretty much because of that. They, they, Facebook has deemed addiction, the word addiction, to be a um, unsensitive word or insensitive word. Politically incorrect. I mean, you know, I mean, sure. So they, not? so we couldn't promote one of the episodes. Oh, yeah, but Russians could take over Facebook all day. Well, no problem. They got the money. We don't pay the extra. Probably. We don't pay the ad fees. You're right. So, but you know, we do have prediction previews and reviews. So, well, I mean, maybe we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out in the long run. In the long scheme of things, City Wrestling Radio, we're we're still at our infancy of podcasting. Yeah. We may but, be going to be talking about the end game at the end, but we're playing the long game here. But at guys, City Wrestling Radio, stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio and all of our shows at CWR Four and Five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also follow us on YouTube. Because if you live in the Northern California area, the best show to stay up to date with is the NorCal Wrestling Roundup, where I give you all the res- results from the shows last week, tell you where to go next week to see some live wrestling in the area. I also throw in some news regarding local indie wrestling. Um, and you know, if you want to also really, really, really help the show, because yeah. all these things help the show, but if you want to do this and look cool, I mean, you're helping us right now listening, but be even cooler of a person, go by. to brownbutterwrestling.com slash CWR.html to be the first kid on your block to be repping the coolest, the hippest, the freshest podcast in your area, city wrestling radio, official t-shirts. I know the- I have one. Uh, I have one extra. I, I have two. I'm doing my part. I actually I'm might have three. Hmm. I, I think I, I have too many. Maybe we should give one away on the show one of these days. Yeah, first the, one to un, comment the un, on the, this. The unworn one, pr- okay. most preferably for them. Yeah. No, the, the uh, worn one. Unless they want a worn one. Like Do you they, know how much people pay for Paige's worn ring gear? 
oh, should I sign it? Yes. And you know how much I paid it. for Paige's worn ring gear? Wait, did you really? No, of course oh, not. I, I, I was going to say. I think it's like, I, I want to say it's like 30 grand because of course it is. Shut the front door. I think it was shut, but no. Yeah, definitely. I'm kidding. Um, it, oh, man. Paige. I know. I got dad jokes for days, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, go buy a t-shirt. Extra small. <laughs> extra small the 4XL. Hopefully we got your size available. They make the really really great Mother's Day gift, I think, too. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, if your mom wants to be repping her favorite podcast, and she does, go buy her a City Wrestling Radio official t-shirt today. Yeah, she should. But let's get into some wrestling news, shall we? Yeah, uh, stuff happens. Stuff happens every day with wrestling. Uh, so where, where, where should we start? Should we start with John Moxley or should we start with Saudi Arabia? Let's let's get the bad news out the way. Saudi Arabia. John man, Moxley. Bad news. Terrible yeah. news all the way. Dean Ant. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, WWE has announced uh, today that they will officially be returning to Saudi Arabia on June 7th. Ooh. So this is uh, this is why they canceled or they were moving around shows later in June. Like Backlash yeah. was canceled or not canceled, but it was turned into a house show. Uh, they also it's kind of. It's not exactly. Show. It's not actually definite yet, but we'll probably find out by today's NXT tapings as of this recording that whether or not there will be a takeover here or down here by lovely San Jose, the home of one Dave Meltzer and the San Jose Sharks, go Sharks. And we, it's kind of up in the air for that one. I was really looking forward to that show. So fuck you, Saudi Arabia, and fuck you, WWE, for doing that. Um, well, you know, they got the millions, and we were like, we'll give you $45 for a ticket. Is it? I mean, I'd be willing to pay more than $45 for a takeover ticket. Oh, no, but I'm ticket. saying you could probably Well, you it. know those house shows there, dwindling in audience. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, listen, here no, I am bitching no about. Yeah, you were saying? No, no, no. Go ahead. Like, here I am bitching about WWE and supporting this company for, like, accepting blood money. But then I'm also, like, saying, oh, I'm willing to pay more than $150 for the <laughs> NXT TakeOver show. TakeOver like, is not nice. WWE. Like, Michael, come on. You got to think about these things. <laughs> um, but WWE statement read today says, The Saudi General Sports Authority, in partnership with WWE, will host an event <laughs> at the King Abu Dhabi uh, Sports City Stadium in Jeddah, beautiful Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, as like, was told. Sounds by. like a store. Uh, what Jeddah? No, the Saudi oh. Arabia General Sports <laughs> oh. Authority. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes if you, you can get two for one um, baseball bats there, um, um, a good deal on Nike shoes. What are those swords that are just curved? Cool. Yep. <laughs> Fucking cool. That's yeah. what they are. Also, I, I want think... one of those. Oh, shimtar. You got a shimtar. You got a deal yeah. on shimtars. I'm down with a shimtar. Uh, but let's see. Saudi Arabia, Friday, June 7th at 8 p.m. AST. So I guess. Uh, Arabian Arabian Standard Time. <laughs> um, the event will be featured WWE superstars like Roman Reigns, Undertaker, ooh, Kofi Kingston, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Goldberg. I, I think they mean Bill Goldberg. It was kind of kind of under the rug to reveal that Goldberg is more or less coming out of re- quote unquote retirement. I know I don't yeah. think he ever really AJ Styles explained. and Brock Lesnar. Sorry, I just wanted to finish that. Oh, right I'm now. sorry. No, no, yeah, AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar. But, um, but Goldberg, yeah, yeah. do a triple threat with Goldberg, Undertaker, and Brock. Was was might as well at that just point. get it out the way. Was uh, HBK for, special referee? Was the last time they did? Oh, like, as long as he brings the shorts, it's fine. Crown Jewel uh, yeah. was Roman Reigns in the active roster when that happened? Did wasn't he the, in the championship match? Oh, that is true. Oh, he was. Yeah. It was I completely the ladder forgot. match. See, the thing is, or not like, the ladder match, the the steel cage match. Because right? my timelines get kind of messed. I forgot that he was in the steel cage match because my timelines kind of got messed up. Yeah, like, and we boycotted one too. We boycotted them both. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, remember, because he he got out of the ring. No, the second one. Because the second one, I turned on and I was like, 
Oh. Would you really boycott if you turned it on? You're still subscribed to the network, Corey. Well, if you got it from Bootleg. Oh, yeah. I'm still subscribed. No, I'm still subscribed to the network, regardless. Like, you know, I'm going to, like, unsubscribe for a day. It's, I mean, come on. We do a wrestling podcast. If you don't subscribe to the, I mean, you're just not doing it. I'm just trying to use it. We're telling you people, the listener, to, you know, vote with your dollars. But we yeah, have make, to make, decide with your own dollars. It's hey, just you know what? Uh, if I didn't host a wrestling podcast, I wouldn't be watching all the wrestling that oh I my, watch. Can you fucking imagine how much wrestling I could not be watching? I would just, if I would I just didn't be enjoying start this thing. Yeah, I'd be enjoying things like <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah. You want to just cancel the show right now, guys? No, okay. no, we're still continuing this. But uh, yeah, so Brock Lesnar. Also, I guess that goes into our next news story. Brock Lesnar is uh, now officially done with mixed martial. Arts. Yep. Good for him. According to Dana White, he he formally said mixed martial arts he, because he could have easily said UFC, which opens the possibility of him going to another Bellator. fighting league, Bellator eh, eh. or PFL or uh, what PFL. I, I think, oh, pro fighting league. Yeah, I don't even think that's real. I think I just I just put like three words together and just assumed it's a <laughs> real thing. I mean, sports. I'm sure there's one around there somewhere. There's yeah. truthiness at that point. It's like. We, yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar has formally he it, there was just no they could not reach an agreement with his super fight with heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier. You hear that which, or, uh, Vince uh, crazy money at his face? Uh huh. <laughs> which I have no doubt in my mind was the Saudi Arabia money. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, this kind of creates this sort of. It opens up this new like door for Brock Lesnar in regards to what are they going to do with him moving forward? If he's just going to keep being a wrestler, do they put the title back on him no. at the behest of like the whole Seth Rollins thing? Because I feel like that's why they, the, he you lost really the title think he, in that kind of You think he's going to go back to Raw? He was a SmackDown he guy originally. He could go to SmackDown. Roman's on SmackDown. I mean, oh, he could go God. to SmackDown and like be in every ep- every Kofi's thirtieth like, no. episode. He's yeah. like, I have to. Deal oh no, with. Co- like Kofi, he's Kofi's. He, t- was, t- he was dead on arrival the second Roman Reigns was like announced as once he God. showed up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we'll get into it in today's show uh, with SmackDown, but um, should we just talk about the rating that it did? Uh, what Monday Night Raw? No, Smack. Oh, well, SmackDown, but then like Monday Night Raw, yeah, but then you, more importantly, SmackDown today. Uh, yeah, last night they're, they're both definitely way under three million now, right? It is like it's not even two million at this point. Ooh, you're SmackDown averaged one point eighty eight. One point, yeah. That's so what, like Brian, that's what Brian Alvarez tweeted, and, and so it's the better show. And then like, yeah, it is the well. It's the, again, we'll get there with the show yeah, that, today. Yeah, yeah. But they all have their ups and downs. But they, this I, is the like the, we, this is a long road to October. Of course, they can make so many more decisions, like to actually spice and like right. living things sure. up a bit, sure. like. Like maybe disregard the the freaking separate rosters at this point, considering the amount of people that are actually so, leave. So the interesting thing I liked um, was Brian Alvarez on Wrestling Observer Live today did uh, point out. He goes back in 2010 when uh, Impact Wrestling went head to head with WWE. They decided to go head to head, go on Monday nights. They said we're going head to head with WWE. We don't care. We're gonna have a better show, which lasted the 11 weeks. What? Which lasted uh, all but 11 weeks? But yeah, that's irrelevant. That was the Hogan Eric Bischoff years, right? Uh, and Jeff Hardy. Come on, I believe now. so. Yeah. Um, but then, oh, the Duncan Jeff Hardy. WWE was pulling in five million viewers for yeah. the ra- on average po- for the rating. Yeah. Impact Wrestling was po- pulling in like two point one million viewers, more than SmackDown is right now, yeah. and more than Raw has been averaging or around what Raw has been averaging lately. 
And so they got moved back to their original time slot of like Thursdays or whatever. It's, right. But it's also very, it was a very different time period too. Like it, we may not think that 2010 it was. Yeah. Like, John Cena was younger. Everybody's like, this, this is nine years we're talking yeah, about with yeah. the, when this had, when this thing happened. Oh, I, w- I was but a baby boy. Yes. Around like that the time. way we consume media in 2010 and the way we read the internet has massively changed from from like what happened in 2010 to today. Um so Yeah, but they're really, getting they're getting way more money from it like for it from Fox now. And, and, and do you think Fox is going to allow these low ratings? And I think it's just more or less just the market like not marketing trends, but it's just the average view the viewer trends of today where you know, they don't want to dedicate three hours of a storyline, like a linear storyline wrestling because like people are willing to watch three hours of it's 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 not debatable like people are willing to watch three hours of something like fucking look at avengers endgame (laughs) and the one billion dollars it made in a single weekend like people like people people are always blame people are willing to blame three hours that's not but then i I feel like that's not that's not that that's not a fair argument you have shows on netflix that you know People binge. You could be this stuff. six episodes, but an hour each. Yeah. People binge that. I oh, mean, yeah. I binged a, a show, Black Summer, on Netflix. Oh, is that good? It's it's a Walking Dead. It's bingeable. I've been watching. Yeah. I've, it's been, watchable. It's a bit irrelevant, but you, I have I've been watching this show called I Think You Should Leave. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's ridiculously it is, it is stupidly incredible. funny. Yeah, I've only seen the first episode. What was the like, show that guy know. was in? Detroiters was the show. I, I have no idea. Anyway, Tim Robinson. But, um, um, but yeah, no. Where were we? Uh, uh, this, ratings. Yeah, the rating one point. Those shows don't suck. Raw, that's SmackDown. Or, that's this, this is supposed to be. This is like going forward, like on Fox Channel Two. Well, for, you got to think about that. San too. Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. <laughs> you got to think about that too. You know, it is going to go to a national broadcast syndicate. Like it will be on TVs on that, Friday nights. On Friday nights that you know kids may be home. Maybe kids will be watching more because you know there's no school on Saturday. They'll maybe they'll yeah. be allowed to watch with friends coming over. What Who knows? Me? What about me? I well, I got stuff to do on Friday nights. Well, who are yeah, you? I'm watching Agents of Shield. I'm sorry. Yeah, they I, put that show on Fridays now. It's been on Fridays. Well, Man, you know, I'm that per- show is still on. It's a great. show. Did anybody get snapped? It's a good show. You uh, know, they I, didn't. They they've been gone for a long time. What they've been? They they were trying to get renewed. They got yeah. renewed, but they got postponed until the summertime. So they're it's, coming back. Do they take? Uh, you, are in they, May. We don't know yet. You don't know yet. They're gonna skip all that. Okay. Colson's dead though. Supposedly, what he, he went to the spoilers. Real, he went to Real Tahiti to die. What? They, come on! If you haven't seen the last episode, that's true. In the Colson really year, is super dead. He was dying. Oh. He caught like a Cree bug. Ooh. And uh, he was on his way to die, and him and Agent May went to the Real Tahiti to okay. spend his last days. Okay. Cute. You know that guy's the star of the show. He ain't going anywhere. They'll figure a way out. Okay. Okay. No one ever really dies. No one's ever really gone. Like yeah, what exactly. Skywalker said. But regardless, just like WWE, no one's ever really gone. I oh, we'll get to that. They're going <laughs> to um they're again, it's uh, considering how fast this industry moves. It's just, this is still very much an alarming like pe- they really should take this into account. Yeah. Like, like don't ignore this WWE, but then who the hell knows? But you, like I said, their, their numbers are going to go definitely. They're going to go up once they go to a national uh, broadcast. Once it's they're not, on uh, uh, Fox, which well, is you, like, one thing that's really going to happen is the, that TVs. one writer that's coming up with these Viking gimmicks and like, cutting I, off people's last names, that guy's going to get axed. I mean, mm. Vince McMahon. Yeah, no, no, it's not Vince that's thinking of this. It's, it's, it's some Vince, other guy. It's Vince. It's some Jose, guy. It's Vince. No, there's some guy in the back that has Kevin a Kevin Dunn? He. he Traces lineage with uh, what's that twenty three and me, 
and found that he was a Viking back in the day. He was like, eh, if you're white, you're a Viking. If you have long beard, you're a Viking. That We're sounds like Vince, that Jose. <laughs> you're doing a Vince impersonation. It could be Kevin Dunn, you know. Nah, uh, because Kevin Dunn talks like this all the time. You ever watch the first season of Tough Enough? There's a, the first season of Tough Enough. It actually has footage of Kevin Dunn like critiquing John Morrison <laughs> or what? who would become John Morrison, who would become Johnny Impact. That's like one of the few... Um, the few footages of him, right? Or a few times he's been on camera. Yeah. He doesn't like being on camera because, well, look at him. Yeah. Okay, next up in the news, it's official. It's CM Punk's back with WWE. What? He's back. Well, huh? WWE says they're open to working with him again. Of course. Here's the thing. <laughs> WWE is open to working with everybody because they want everything because WWE is inevitable. <laughs> well, when, you, when you're in Lexington, Kentucky... And you call yourself the best in the world, and the crowd starts chanting CM Punk still to this day. Yeah. Of course they want him. There's super value in your name. By the way, I want to call that crowd on Monday night. They were a good damn crowd. They were. They, they, anything that they were given, they said, you know what? We're going to boo that and cheer that. And they stuck to it all <laughs> night, no matter how bad it was. See, yeah. the thing yeah. is, <laughs> they were wrestling fans. Reading about were. that Raw, which sound like, you know, kind of abysmal or at least boring right. at best. For a crowd to react that heavily, sometimes I feel like you're only encouraging WWE to write this certain way because it's like these oh, people, these it. people from Kentucky will fucking love yeah. anything. They eat it all up. Well, sometimes like when I go to a local show, I'll you know even if like the heels isn't that great, I'll still like boo yeah. or you know cheer the face just because you know. I, I remember this really fun story. Um, my sister. Um, she went out on a date. Uh, the date was Monday Night Raw in San Jose. You were, y'all were probably here there. Uh, there. This no, is like I this wasn't. is a long time ago. Um, Alberto Del Rio was, I think, ch- he wasn't champion, but his his buddy Ricardo came and he said a bunch of Spanish gir- like he sp- said a bunch of Spanish gibbers like Pendejo San Jose Sharks, and everyone just said boo. Like that always is. That's always gonna work. Like as much as I really oh, yeah. don't like ch- cheap hometown heat, I thought that was really funny. Ricardo, man, whatever happened to Ricardo? But yeah, what happened to that guy? I love that guy. Yeah, he was so. He's probably he added, announcing somewhere. He added so much to the Alberto Del Rio character. He did. Like he's kind of like Greg Hamilton to Shane McMahon, where like oh, Greg yeah. Hamilton would say bet. Which I oh, I'm waiting for Greg Hamilton to actually get involved in a match. Or him just being like hitting someone a, with a microphone, hitting the Miz with a microphone or something, pulling a chair out of the ring. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, I'm looking forward to it because I love Greg Hamilton. It's, he's really good at what he does. Yeah. There's some um, things I want to say about him and or about the, all these damn titles. They're not, just rumors. Oh, sorry. not championships, but actual titles for people that have been given them. Yeah. We'll like, get uh, we'll yeah. get into it. No, we'll get into it. Um, I want to continue on CM Punk though for a second. Um, oh yeah. On that's, the <laughs> that's where we came from on the Oh You Didn't Know podcast, uh, Brad Shepard. Says, uh, I was told by uh, that someone at WWE, they they would be really very interested, very interested in having CM Punk back. So <coughs> it's confirmed, so. CM Punk back. It's this, this. I mean, with all due respect, Corey, this to me is just not news at all. No, he's back. It's it's official because there's I, I there's not a single wrestling company in the world that doesn't want CM Punk. Maybe like I know, like even Triple H will probably forego his own ego or his personal. Like you know, grudges he has against CM Punk. Like it's yeah. really every like as far as like I can as far as I can see as I can tell like this whole entire thing rests upon Punk himself. Phil like Brooks. well, it, Little like, Con said he that CM Punk was his first choice. Oh, for AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you heard about that too, right? No, uh, Tony Khan did say uh, his first choice for starting All Elite Wrestling was not Cody Rhodes, was not Kenny Omega, was not the Bucks. 
but that of CM Punk. Of course. Um, he wanted to start the company with CM Punk, rather. Which, you know, to me, CM Punk's a great wrestler. But uh, Personal the, top five for me, honestly. But I've heard personally he's just kind of an ass. Uh, dude, you need to go back and see if MTV has uh, the on-demand thing where it's uh, the challengers versus the pros or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Versus pros. Yeah, where they get all the veterans for the challenge. Okay. You know, the real world. Yeah, yeah. They've challenge. done this for they WWE. The challenge versus the professional athletes. No, he was just one of the professional he athletes. He was the pro athletes. And this is after he left WWE, correct? Dude, this is like maybe eight months ago. Okay, yeah. Or yeah. a year ago. Yeah. So yeah, it's is this the one where he did like doesn't uh, like he teaches somebody like uh, or like it was this the video for Mortal Kombat where he like uppercuts it? Oh no, excuse me, uppercuts a dummy or something? No, no, that they was, refer to him as a mixed martial artist arts enthusiast or mixed martial. That was a, artist, that I was um, that was just a promo for Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat 11. Yeah, uh, what well, it looked like if you actually uppercut it to somebody with, with like I this. think Nerdist. Great. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, um, I think they called them pro wrestler slash MMA fighter. No, this was on an MTV show. It, like yeah. I said, it was like the challenge where it was yeah. like. They do actual athletes courses. versus people from yeah. the real world. So world. for as much stuff as we like to think, like CM Punk, oh, he's going to double or nothing. We actually, there's actually like public info out there of what CM Punk is specifically doing on May 25th. And he is calling an <laughs> MMA show. Oh, what? That's true. He's not jumping into a wrestling ring with a yeah, mask he's not on? Gonna, he's not going to dress up like, oh, Penta, like Pentagon Sierra Miedo and then just attack, attack Kenny Omega and then just you know remove the mask and it's CM Punk. He's not going to be Barry the Bear. Not gonna be. Well, he's been doing that around those yeah. run-ins. He's been doing those run-ins. Yeah, at, supposedly. That's what he always said. If he's ever back in the, if he would ever come back to the ring, he would just like do like just be in a mask in some like local indie show, with like no name with nothing. He's advertised. taking off the mask, like with thirty times. I mean, I feel like every indie promotion in the world is gonna find out what exactly CM Punk is wearing, and then find somebody with at least like who matches his like build, and they're just gonna yeah. do that, and people are just gonna assume that it's CM Punk. Just well, the to- last the last one a couple weeks ago, you know, I don't know. It, 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 okay, so there was a real okay. Here's the thing: there's reason to believe that that wasn't seemed- like his trainer. Or it was it, it was, was Ace Steel. It was run by Ace Steel, his trainer, mm-hmm. right? It, it was at a place where he used to wrestle or where he trained, right? And yeah, so it just adds up. It's it's got. He was wearing the same jacket. Oh yeah, no. Everybody was just like, you know, internet's gonna internet. They're just gonna like put all the pieces together. The funny thing is, if you were to tell me that that wasn't CM Punk at all, I would one hundred percent believe you. You know why? Because that GTS looked like shit. Okay, <laughs> I, I agree with you on that, and I said the same thing. But look how bouncy that damn ring was <laughs> compared <laughs> to a stiff <laughs> yeah. WWE ring. He was probably like, holy shit! Like if it really I was WWE aren't stiff at all i heard no i heard they were really stiff. no i know i know no there was i remember well i mean the steve austin interview stiff as in they just don't give as much bounce it's well it's better built yeah oh yeah and they're a lot bigger than yeah no there's there's some rings out there where you body slam somebody you jump up without wanting to jump yeah it's like a damn trampoline and that one did look like a trampoline i've never been in a wrestling ring well michael you you haven't lived like do you know how that feels i took a picture with jack swagger in a wrestling ring i was dressed I don't know why I start talking like Dusty Rhodes because Thwagger. Yeah, Thwagger. Because he because Jack Thwagger also I took a picture, talks in a lift. I took a picture of Jack Swagger in a wrestling ring dressed like John Cena. How does that uh how does that ring feel? Is it spongy? Um I always get tripped up in the ropes getting in. Always. See, like, is, I like, always go in through the the second and top rope uh-huh. and I, my foot always gets caught on the back. Maybe you, you should got, go you in got, like the ladies. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> Lift it up for me. You're like Charlotte. No, you got to enter. Next the time room. I'll go in there with you and I'll step on the bottom. You got Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll do top rope next time. You got to enter there the ring. Like, oh, my God. You're like uh, you're Braun Strowman. Um, you better. You should enter the <laughs> ring. 
You should enter the ring like Steve Austin, where he kind of just does a little hop and a skip. I was gonna try to do the Sin, Car- the Sin Cara version, but you just like just or Kalisto. Oh, I thought you were gonna do a Sin Cara where you just get a trampoline from the outside <laughs> and, and then land on your head because yeah. you're Sin Cara. I'm gonna do a Titus. Oh, oh, just a trip on the way to the ring. Yeah. No, just, right. I'd, I'd enter the ring like Finn Balor or Daniel Bryan, where he just goes to the top rope. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna enter the ring like Shane McMahon and just casually walk and go through the ropes. I'm gonna enter the ring like Undertaker and just walk for like 20 minutes. There you go. Yeah. But our last piece of news, I think, today. John Cena is the best way. What? Oh, he just slides, slides, slide right in. Slide in. Yeah. yeah. Bottom rope, like no problem. Our last piece of news today. John Moxley is back. Dean Ambrose is now officially dead Work. and gone. Work. I'm I'm right there with you, Jose. You guys are idiots. You know what? Okay, so yesterday, uh, Dean, formerly known FKA as Dean Ambrose, John Moxley or Mox, as we're just known, we know him now. Wixley. Um is uh, posted a video on his social media. It was him breaking out of a jail. It's a very very Fitting. well produced Telling. video. Uh, he's breaking out of jail. Um, he you know get, he tries to once he's getting out of jail he, he has barbed wire wrapped around his hand yeah. he's bleeding it was a little bit of blood by the way it wasn't a whole lot of blood and it was just yeah. coming from his hands there's a little trickle um, he breaks out and he's just you know I'm, I'm John Moxley what's up dude so you guys didn't watch the end credits to that little piece was there end credits yeah there was and at the very very end it was like WWE production no, no shut up. Yeah, like, I'm just Josh. I was like, damn, Sorry, no! After the end credits, you just hear you just hear Vince making this uh, slamming a hammer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding! That's for the people staying around for the end games review after the show. Um, yeah, no. So, I I'm on the personal belief that this whole video is a work, though. Oh yeah. Um, it, you know, yes, he he was a top level WWE superstar. He could have saved up his money very well and and talked to somebody and produced this all on his own. Absolutely, could have happened. But the first thing I thought when I saw that was WWE production. That's the first thing. The mm-hmm. way the lighting was set, the way it just it reminds me of the Attitude Era a little, just a little bit, and the fact that there was just a little bit of blood and not like you know the original Moxie levels yeah. of extreme. It it says to me. That this was made by WWE. Jose, you have anything to add? Yeah, it looks like the uh, the the commercial for that Seth uh, Rollins. Uh, you mean the WWE Two K game? Two K game where he was you that know, was by, it down. That was done by actual fun fact. That's actually been uh, done by an external advertising agency owned by one Paul Heyman. Oh, maybe co-owned Paul, actually. Well, maybe Paul Heyman. Yep. You know, just Again, speculation. Another adult report. I said that is uh, news, guys. Third party. Just remember that. Um, yeah, you, you guys okay. are, you know, what? When I say WWE say? production, I mean that, yes, this John Moxley, I think, is coming back, is coming to the WWE. I don't think yeah. Dean Ambrose is coming back to the WWE. I think John Moxley is coming to the WWE, a reduced version of John Moxley. Oh, yeah, watered down, for sure, 100%. Very watered down version, because I, I don't think he's going to AEW. I think those, you know, the... The the picture of the uh, Viper Club, I think, in L.A. I'm just gonna let the all logo. of this. I'm just gonna let all of this wrong, this river of wrong, flow through this podcast. I think it's Keep trying going. to throw us off to make us think double or nothing on June 25th. Yeah, you May know what? 25th. And they would have buried the hell out of him if he if he did. And the fact leave. that WWE was like announcing his him leaving. Yeah, and it was a nice like send off that they gave him. It, it wasn't like yeah. you mean the Shield final chapter thing. Yeah, they gave him like here's the thing. They gave him like 50 <laughs> farewells. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. My point exactly. So, Michael, uh, you guys are completely rebuttal. nuts, insane, and very wrong. I well, do think that uh, John Moxley. Oh, and is, we never got the the Twitter post. Good luck on your future endeavors. 
Yeah, of course, because I feel like he has left on he cause, because he I, I think he has felt that um his tenure with that company, him leaving, him deciding not to stay, it's he has enough pull and leverage within like the locker room and everybody, you know, who has hearsay. Like he has he's he's coming he's like he's being left on he's leaving at on the best terms he could possibly he could possibly have and like and he's leaving on his own terms. Like, yeah. yeah, he's been, you know, made to be booked like a geek on Raw, like him getting killed by so and so and so and so every freaking week, because you know he's he's on his way out. Um, I don't believe this is a work from WWE at all. I think that's a completely ridiculous claim. As I know, as as re- like I know you guys gave a lot of you know okay. perfectly rational R- reasons. Riddle me this, Batman. But I th- but I think he's he's just I that video was just him being open to. Whatever indie bookings that he's gonna be opening himself towards, like a like a GCW, I A-P-W. Ambrose is da- like I see Dan, I, not Daniel Bryan, Dean Ambrose. I wish it was Daniel Bryan. I see Dean Ambrose, the type of guy who sees wrestling not as much as something to make money off of him, like as an actual art form. Like he may, I'm you know, regardless of what you think of him as a performer, or like what he you know what he can and can't do in the ring. He's good. He's decent. Yeah, he's very he's decent. He's not the greatest, but then. I see him as the type of person who just does it for the love of wrestling. Like you watch that WWE Chronicle, where yeah. he was like, where just like uh, like uh, recapped his whole injury and everything. That is a guy who's really intensely passionate about his actual work that he does. He takes a lot of pride into it, and you know, you hear those reports about him, like that whole heel run that he did. You compare the stuff that he's doing in that Chronicle video and you compare the stuff of his actual hero where it's like, oh, Houston, it smells bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell that dude did not like whatever he was doing at all whatsoever. Yeah. So him deciding to leave, or I think, that, I think there's legitimacy. I think, yeah, him and him being John Moxley and then him NWB. participating in whatever Joey Janela's having or GCW, him having a match with Nick Gage. Him having him at like I think he's gonna put himself within that realm for the time being, and then eventually he'll probably end up being an AEW. He might even end up being an Impact, but as, as like be that as it may, that I think that dude is willing to wrestle, and him being in WWE is he just thinks he's being creatively stifled, being within that umbrella. Because if he's doing it for the money, he would stay in WWE. And there was a and I do felt I felt like there was a chance like post Mania that this dude could actually stay, but no, he's not. He's not going to go back to the WWE. He he could go back to the WWE, but I not for the foreseeable future. Like you know, he'll have a run sometime in AEW. He'll he'll be the journeyman that he always, you know, sets himself. He okay. always sets himself out to be. Yeah, but I have a question. Who, who in recent memory, in their prime, has left on such good Terms. graces with WWE? Oh. Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I think feel like he was kind of he was a person that he was just on the cusp. He was about to be good, and then he got but, no. But then he got way better as soon as he left WWE. Um, but I they think, didn't because he was a guy. Because I always felt Bobby Lashley was a guy who felt like you give you put this guy in another year of developmental. He's gonna he's gonna be exactly what you want him to be. Okay, but originally Bobby Bobby Lashley left to but the one he left. compete with a non. Uh, he competitor. Gonna, I mean, he was going to be went, an MMA fighter. Yeah, he was going to be an MMA fighter. There was there, there was no intention on him being a competitor to WWE. Who would also who would and also you leave know their prime? that Moxley is going to be a direct competitor. Yeah, and I do, and I just feel like he has built up enough good graces for them to give him give them 
Give him the WWE would give Moxley their blessing because they again I just feel like they really this, did have nothing for him like okay listen we don't have this is the stuff this is the best that we're giving you and if you don't like it your contract's up in April you, and you decide to not re-sign then what else can we do okay well this is the same company that's making Dash do an extra two months because it's because the, well because the their contract's going to Saudi Arabia for yeah. you know blood money they're not it's not in their character but then it's to also but it's this. also a Dash Wilder it's all like he. But it's just not in their character. So yeah, that, what do you, that makes I you more sense. I could definitely see it within their Dash character. Dash Wilder is not. Because Dean Ambrose. Not Dean Ambrose. Because Dash, a heavyweight champion. Because Dean Ambrose is a lot more well liked than a Dash Wilder. Like yeah, what, what if? Okay, they could have easily, if they really wanted to, they could have easily just gave Dean Ambrose like two week, like two another like slap on another year into the contract because he had elbow surgery and he had like he almost had MRSA because yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I just, uh, but I just, you know, it, uh, Dash Wilder has also been in the public eye in all the you know the wrestling smart marks eyes um, because of the recent tweets of them wanting the revival wanting to leave because of their success in NXT. You know, we all have been keeping a close eye on them, and there is very well uh, well known knowledge that they legit want to they legitimately want to leave, but or, now they're suffering you know homophobic um, um, things on Monday Night Raw like promos with the Usos, which I. Whatever Usos, you know, I don't blame them on anything because they're they're just that was the paid. least of their problems. They're that the Monday. Part, yeah. That was the least of the Usos' problems um, that Monday. But they're trying to humiliate the revival, then slap on two months of Dash Wilder's uh, contract. It just doesn't lead me to believe that they would just be like, "Okay, bye, Dean Ambrose. No, no, it's fine. We'll we'll give you a super send off. It's it's just it was not exactly yeah. a super send. It wasn't a Dean Ambrose send off. It was a Shield send off. Okay, I'm just saying in general from the time that they were on WWE.com saying, "Hey." Dean Ambrose is leaving WWE in a couple months. That was the start of the send-off. They have never, ever, 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 ever done that to any other superstar in the history. And Maybe it, once or it, twice. And Hogan, can't think. and he was losing 50-50. Yeah. It's not like he was losing constantly every exactly. single week. Exactly. He was 50-50 in it on his way out. And, and I just think I I just think it's just really... And I, I think it's hard to believe... That like Dean Ambrose is still with the company. Like I just don't think he is. To be determined. Let's put a pin in it. And, and last thing I'll say about this: uh, the last time we saw Dean Ambrose on WWE actual TV and not um, the send off the Shield final chapter, yeah, it was him being put through a table by was it by um, Drew McIntyre or was it I, Lars was Sullivan? It was no, by someone it was before Lars. He was put in. He was put through the announcer table, and I remember that. I'll say this. Yo, actually. Um, I will give you, I'll give each of you $100 if Dean Ambrose is back in the WWE by November of next year. I mean, I don't want to take your money, dude. That's not cool. (laughs) It's a bet. He'll be back by the end of summer. Okay. Uh, You want to bet your hosting duties? I'll host one show if Dean Ambrose is back with the WWE. I like hosting the show. Isn't isn't, isn't back. (laughs) I will put my hosting duties on the line by what you said November. No, yeah, he'll be back. next I'm year. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say November of this year. Yeah, he'll actually. be back. He'll be back by fucking SummerSlam. I don't think so. Okay, we'll but see. We'll there's see. so much that can happen. Though, there's so much. That can I happen. highly at the doubt. very latest he'll be entrant number twenty nine at the Royal Rumble. I mean, there's uh, okay. He'll be entrant number not, thirty not gonna, at the greatest gonna, Royal Rumble. Part I'm not going to completely discredit the fact that like him leaving, him leaving at these type of terms like discredits any possibility of him coming back. Like I said, he could very well come back. But then this video, like by all accounts, I just feel like this video was just more or less 
his cover letter for any indie out there. Like, this is who I am. This is the wrestling that I entail. These are the appeals that you in like you independent wrestling. This is my this is my portfolio I made. Yeah, it's fine. exactly. Here's my it's work. It's exactly I've done. what that is. Here's, here's the work I've done. Here's some barbed wire. It's and fine. I think Asylum, you know that stuff. Yeah, that's your. And job. to say that that's like WWE Productions back. Like I think people. I think. You guys are not giving enough credit of what people can and like can do in terms of video production. I mean, look at the stuff that you know us in no, the well, beam department. My thing like, is that that production wasn't that great. That's why I think what it's no, WWE. I thought that production was pretty. Was like as far <laughs> as independent right. wrestlers go, like that's the best. Like that's actually among the top tier of what an independent wrestler not backed by WWE anymore can do. Yeah, because if it was backed by WWE, it would have been it would have been way better. I, I just think he could have gone more extreme with it if it was if he, if it was sure. him on his own doing it on his own. But let's move on. Who knows? Let's, what if he actually did do it on his own? He could have. Kind of, it's very yeah, possible. Maybe he went to City College and took a couple of uh, uh, Misha bro, classes. I'm, I'm here for uh, After Effects. It's fine. After Effects <laughs> and uh, Pro Tools editing and uh, also Premiere because I want to do audio and video. It's like, I got to get my foundations. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on to SmackDown Live because we got a lot to talk about. Seriously. Today, okay. Let's kick it off with SmackDown Live. What did you guys think of the show overall? Non-existent. It, what? Go ahead. <laughs> we went the same time. It was kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it, it was. It was pretty boring. Time. I had I, to watch it in, in sections. I oh, feel like man. they're trying to rush through this money in the bank thing and just be like, "Here you go, just take it and forget about it." Yeah. Oh, we forgot to talk about Leo Rush. Never mind. And if, if, why do they mirror Raw so much? Uh, it's because Michael Cole was in the beginning of the show. No, no, no. Because the participants remind of the uh, man, the man, the male Money in the Bank match. They've Feel very similar. It's because it's a co-promote. Because Money in the Bank is a co-promote is a co-promoted uh, pay-per-view because it well, has matches involving both participants. Sure, sure. There's but not you know, exactly it, segregation it, between. Why those. is um, Ricochet and Mustafa Ali? Sorry, Ali. Uh, why are they both yeah, allowed? Yeah, lots changed like, since he's been gone. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Money in the Bank shots. Like what? Like they're just they're they're fresh faces. They haven't. Also, don't forget the fact that Ricochet the week prior, Ricochet fucking lost to Robert Roode. Right? <laughs> Where is Robert Roode? I, I think they know. want people to forget about that because they knew they fucked up. Yeah. Oh, you can't make me forget about that. That's stuck in my memory, especially when you do a wrestling podcast. Especially when you do a wrestling podcast. Uh, but well, yeah. what happened with Robert Roode? I'm just kidding. no, no. The yeah, just the mustache. Yeah. Uh, we kicked off uh, SmackDown Live with Michael Cole in the ring with Kofi Kingston. Which uh, was odd. Kind of doing an in-ring interview. I mean, Michael Cole's there every now and again. You know, I think he Sure, but there was this thing where somebody was cutting a promo, and they were like, there's no Michael Cole here or something like that. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, or was it on Monday? There's no Brian. Or Tom Phillips. Yeah, yeah. There's no Tom Phillips here. It was the AJ Seth thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they put Michael Cole on SmackDown, which which was like you're sending me mixed messages here, guys. I mean, this might as well be a super show, but I'm a guys. What? Never rest. Never rust. Oh, God. I I felt like that was such a a, a rip on the Corey, the Cody Rhodes shirt, AEW shirt. Never rest. Never rust. Okay. Uh, Kofi says he's he's come out. He's come out alone because, you know, Xavier and Biggie are both, quote unquote, hurt. Uh, well, Biggie's actually hurt. Kofi has uh, learned over the past 11 years that you're going to have some highs and lows in this industry and says that you're going to ha- be glad. Uh, he was glad to do it alongside of his brothers. Um, the New Day. Does anybody else hear the Kofi clock ticking? Like that that belt's uh, not going to stick around very long. Dana. Like I said, the minute the second I saw Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Kofi said the next thing uh, is, 
you know, the next thing that having marrying his wife or having kids, the best thing he's done in his life is win the WWE championship. Oh, and for some reason, oh. they have to show the fucking replay again from WrestleMania. And they're still doing that. They're still playing off of WrestleMania. At least they're not yeah. playing that fucking Roman Republic song. Well, I was kind of hoping they would play the Kid Rock song from last year. Uh, and the and the three and the three years prior to that too. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Kofi then says um, says the new day believes in people changing and thought that KO really wanted change. That's why they allowed him into the group. Uh, but you know he oh, challenged he challenges KO to a match at Money in the Bank um, because yeah KO he turned on him last week and out comes Kevin Owens. Challenge accepted. Yeah, he just challenge accepted. That's when Xavier Woods attacks him from behind. He gets put out with a super kick. Silly Xavier. So I don't think he's going to do the stunner anymore. I think no. the stunner is like Kevin Owens' face move. Also, he's not very good at it either. <laughs> no, that's very I'm, true. I'm just going to yeah. admit well, that. Well, his first couple stunners would look great, but th- these last few were like, Ugh, They were like ouch. super, like, he was playing off of, like, this stone cold stunner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, minus the, the, the... When the commentators, they call it the stone cold stunner. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what, like, whenever that happens. Like, stone cold stunner! Okay. I'm surprised they call that move. They don't call any moves. Uh, KO gets a they super kick on Xavier. Moves. and uh, That's Kofi. a marketing yeah. thing. Yeah. Which one? As you know, they don't call moves, but they they at least call finishing moves because that's just kind of a marketing thing. Yeah, that's why I like uh, uh, Becky did an exploder last night. And they barely called it as a exploder. Yeah, it's like someone goes suplex. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, Corey Graves would have covered him. Exploder yeah. suplex. Uh, next up, we have Kofi and Xavier in the trainer's room. Xavier is hurt from that super kick, and Kofi just says, "Hey man, don't worry about it. Worry about yourself. Don't get into my problems." That was weird. That was kind of weird, but you know. We'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes. Um, after this, we have that Bailey and Becky match you were just talking about. Uh, Lynch um, getting the Greg Hamilton intro because, you know, he introduced her as like the woman who defeated Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania to capture both the. I was like, we really did not need this right yeah. now. Like this random title of Becky Lynch. We know. We know she won at WrestleMania. We know she was in the fucking main event. We know we were there. Well, not there. But in spirit, we were there. We were with her. Yeah. Uh, but she comes out to the ring. It was a pretty good match, I believe, with her and Bailey. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, it was a cool match. But, um, I mean, not the greatest match, but it was it was decent. I mean, like, how I mean, how long did it go? Like, was it like a two-segment? This might have been, yeah, I think it was a two-segment. This might have been the match of the night. I mean, comparatively. Yeah. I mean, re- yeah, relatively speaking, this was the one I was most looking forward to. Um, again, but, it, was, it was never going to be the... You know, Banks and Bailey, NXT New York, as much as they yeah. wanted it to, as much as Becky wanted it to be. Well, it's looking the, at like following her on Twitter, it's the curtain jerker. So yeah, there was it was it was kind of hard to care. Like honestly, like given how given the main event that we got that the the, the show tonight, yeah, I feel like this should have main evented. Is it me yeah. or has Becky only had good matches when Charlotte's involved in the past? Uh, we'll find. Well, I mean, we're gonna find that out. She's on had Money some, in the Bank. I mean, we will. But yeah, yeah she's you know. had some. Oof, but this is a good match. But and like last the, week, the with finish Alicia was awesome. She had a good match against Oscar in Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was with Charlotte. In, in, oh no, no, no Charlotte was not involved. That that match with Oscar was actually pretty good. Okay. I mean, she's definitely like again. But I think Becky's only as good as her opponent. I don't necessarily associate Becky as like like the greatest like, worker, she, like as a yeah. as a like a good like amongst the greatest wrestlers. Like no, she got over through her character work and just yeah. b- creating a captivating program. And you know, some might say that's the most important thing of it all. Really, nowadays, Ar- you know, it's yeah. arguable. Yeah. Nowadays, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, the finish was great. So back and forth between two women, through the rope, jawbreaker uh, to Becky. Bailey ties up Becky in the ropes uh, for multiple strikes. A sloppy missile dropkick to Bailey from Becky Lynch. It really did not look good at all. Uh, Beck exploded to Bailey. Double clothesline taking out both women. Bailey uh, hit an exploder of her own, goes for the elbow drop, but then hold, uh, Becky holds up her knees, which I thought was kind of weird because how are you going to hold your knees up for an elbow drop? Because you're just kind of like, I don't know. It was kind of weird to me. It looked great. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't say great, but it looked good. And then she locked in a disarmor on Bailey. Which totally made sense. I like the psychology Bailey of that. tapped out. And uh, that's when, uh, is that when Charlotte hit the ring? Yep. Charlotte hit the ring. I didn't write that down. Um, Charlotte hit the ring, attacked her, Be- Becky Lynch after Big the match. Big boot on Becky. And, uh, but then slowly. Trumbies, big baller brand. Slowly left the ring, like waiting for her music to hit. She's like, yeah. she's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I'm the queen. I still hate Canada. I still hate Canada. And then all of a sudden, her music plays. She's like, okay, good. Yeah, I can leave now. Jeez. This show in general, like that and the beginning segment, were paced very weirdly. Very weirdly. Like they they needed to kill some time. Like, well, that's very what, rarely. Like that happens in WWE exa- where they're exactly like they're filling the beginning up with the 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 review or the the clip from WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like we saw WrestleMania. Yeah. That was no, there was really a whole could... Kofi recap. Yeah, his whole eleven year journey. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know, his whole Avengers Endgame journey yeah. of eleven years. Um. Yeah, so next up we have um, Alistair Black as a floating head. Um, yeah. He was wearing clothes. Come on now. I thought it was just Alistair Black's floating head backstage because he, he was wearing all black in a black room with no light, so all you saw was a floating head. I mean, to be quite honest, you, you didn't even see anything else. But he just went, he's doing the same. He's doing like a Bray Wyatt before Bray Wyatt was this new character. He just says a bunch of words. Yeah, you dark know, words. Like, you don't know what evil is and it scares you mm-hmm. and you know what shadows into such it, it yeah was, i you know honestly i, like I kind of liked it i was i was super into it mostly just because it you it just went it just got no i think it just kind of went it's trying it, what it, it it accomplished trying to get over this certain character to a general audience because let's face it like that's a tough build swallow but nxt audience is not representative of the main of the roster. Main, yeah. And so if what the what it tried to set out accomplish of what's like this guy's deal and is, what's his vibe. What's your deal, boy? And you know, for him like having him do promo cuz I think I actually do think Alistair Black is not that bad of a on the mic. In fact, it's he's not he's not that bad at all. Yeah. Um so I think that they're trying to accomplish getting this character over before the in-ring work because the in-ring, in-ring work is going to it's that's just a given. Like knowing how he performs yeah, in NXT, yeah. so th- th- I see this like the stuff that they're doing. They're being a little bit more careful, comparatively speaking, to f- what the fuck happened to Ricochet last night on Monday, where yeah. they did the Ricochet so noise, and then like, and then Ricochet saying, "Oh, I want to talk," like, uh, like I, I'm not the one to talk. And then Drew McIntyre's like, "We'll stop talking," and he shut up, little, yeah. shut up, little man. Okay. And I'm like, Sorry. "Dude, what are you doing, Ricochet?" But uh. Alistair Black, I can see them being a lot more careful with Alistair Black because he's a. It is it. It's hard. It's going to be. I I have no doubt in my mind, but it's going to be really hard for them to fuck up somebody like Alistair Black. Yeah. Oh no, it's very easy he can, for them. He well, it's gonna. It, it's not gonna be easy for them, but they'll try. But I feel like they'll try hard, and like that that creaking noise is definitely step one. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I, they're gonna keep that. They're definitely gonna keep uh, that. 
that I just I, to me that just feels like it's just one of those Vince quirks where like everything just needs to be explained at all times. Like why is he sta- Why is he rising like that? Like yeah. it's just for no reason whatsoever. We need to find a justification for every single detail yeah. about this fucker. It looks cool. imaginable. I don't want to jump the gun, but you know when Lars. Uh, punch the chair later on with the Hardys. Well, yeah. it's the segment coming up. But they added a sound effect when he punched the chair on the replay. Like a WWE has been known to do that. They're they doing, make movies, Jose. You know, they do that thing where, um, yeah, they make promos for wrestlers that they're pretending that they're leaving. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they do that thing with the camera now that anytime like a big superstar walks the ring, like if you watch NXT UK, uh, Dave Mastiff comes to the ring, they shake the camera every time he takes a step. Uh-huh. Or if he like, you know, like sh- they jumps up, they shake the camera even yeah, more. Yeah. It's just like ridiculous, you know. But anyways, um, next up, like you said, the Hardy Boys, uh, Kayla with the Hardy Boys in ring promo. Jeff is injured and the Hardy Boys have to relinquish their tag team championships. Out comes Lars Sullivan. Lame Sullivan. He beats up on Matt Hardy while Jeff Hardy just kind of cowers in the corner. He can't get out of the ring. I, I don't know if that was a legit thing. Like he was so injured that he couldn't get out of the bottom rope or he was just. Nah, because it looked like he was trying to not try. Yeah, it was. You know really, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then he like walks around Lars Sullivan yeah. to get to the other side. So our truth. Then he in tries the ring. again. Yeah, exactly. Our truth comes in the ring, tries to hit Lars with this chair. He punches the chair away, and then he takes out our truth. Um, is Amish this roadkill? Is this going to be the match at Money in the Bank? Lars versus our truth. Yeah, it's yeah. A, just a stopgap pre pre show match. It's, it's going to be oh, you know a twenty second squash. And, yeah, um, I just can't. I really, I really just can't separate the the character from the real life person that Lars Sullivan is. So that's Ooh, why name Sullivan. Well, it's just you know racist Sullivan, really. And Lars and, racist. Yeah, you know we've talked about this. No, I know. I'm just thinking of different. <laughs> and him things. giving shit about people with mental issues, even though he himself has mental issues. I just, I just, it's get, I just very, get it's just very alarming, and like, of, and it's just one of those things. Like, oh yeah, no, of course he's getting a push. Him and Lacey Evans, of course, of course they're getting a push. They're pretty traditional, um, but yeah. Let's see. Well, let's move on to uh, is next the um, the Firefly Funhouse because I didn't write down when it was. Uh, that's after this match. Okay, so ne- well, next was just uh, they announced the immense participants from oh, SmackDown. Wait, no, maybe you're right. Hold on. No, Firefly. Oh, that's a long time from here. Okay. Uh, the men's participants for Money in the Bank. Man, two people taking notes at the same time. Ain't that a hoot? I know, right? It's it, it's, <laughs> it's great to have you back, Jose. Um, so we kicked... Uh, it's Balor, Andrade, Orton, and uh, Ali. So all announced the men's Money in the Bank match. Uh, they're joining McIntyre, uh, ba- or McIntyre, Braun, uh, Ricochet, and who was the other big guy? McIntyre, Braun, and oh, how can oh. you forget oh. Constable? Oh, former Constable, your best friend, our best friend of the show. It's my pick, Baron. Oh, Cor- oh Baron Corbett's definitely going to win that. He's thing. my pick. Oh my god. Um, let's see. So they're all announcing the match. You're be After a two-time this- winner, but you could be a two-time loser. <sighs> He's Ooh. an all-time loser in my book. Next up, we have Oscar and Kyrie Sane versus local jobbers. I'm just going to call them Tiger Girl and. As uh, Poison Ivy? Corey Graves said, po- Poison Ivy's less famous cousin, yeah, yeah. Sumac. I didn't get that joke. Sumac? Poison yeah, Sumac. That's a, that's a disease. Oh, is uh, it really? They're at OVW. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay. Do we have actual names for them? Unfortunately, no. I wish I did. Okay. So I'm just going to keep calling them Tiger Girl and Poison Ivy's, or Sumac. Uh, so Kyrie and not Tiger. not a bad name. What? Honestly. Tiger Girl? Tiger Girl is kind of cool. I, she was wearing like a tiger print uh, attire. And I thought it's funny. Girl, These girls were like girl, trying not to go. Girl. 
Like yeah. these local competitors, they always try not to go, so they're always just kind of standing there. Yeah. Like you okay. don't want to overstep your line. You're a jobber. You're not supposed to. Like it's not about you. You don't want to do like a what was it, Daniel Daniel Porter or whatever. Pewter. Pewter. Yeah. Shot on Kurt Angle. And the only thing this team has in common is that they're Japanese. I don't like that. What? And, oh, they're both colorful. They both. They're both cool. <laughs> And they it's mashed not, up the theme songs, such, which are so separate. Let's, such, okay, let's let's ad- so forced, let's admit ridiculous. it. But let's admit it. They need each other. They Think n- about the position that Oscar is in. Her losing that title to Charlotte, and then just losing the, you know, the 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 the, the battle royale. Like, and then for Kyrie Sane to come up from the NXT roster, like they these two are in a position. Like, it's not it's not so much about them both. This feels being like t- an Oscar demotion, though. No, this is I do no. I feel like these these ladies work together because they both need each other at the positions where they at in a from not from a booking standpoint, but no. also from a ja- from like an actual Japanese standpoint. Because hey, listen, like English is their second language, and for sure. them to navigate a locker room. Um, by themselves, not no, not like they know the language, yeah, but then good, it's, good, it's hard uh, to support navigate. Sure. Yeah, okay. It's hard to navigate yourself around by yourself. So, like this is a. I feel like what I get from Oscar and Kyrie, like they these girls actually need each other, and I would through that no through that like you through that un, uh, union like Auntie Oscar. Yeah, through that yeah. it looks like that kind of Auntie Oscar. Like, Oscar's yeah. the mature leader and Kyrie Singh is young she's like you've come over to my house for the weekend you know I live in the big city you just came from the small town I'm gonna show you the city girl they they just seem like a team here's my friend here's my friend Paige (laughs) they just seem like yeah no and and also with Paige like helping him out or like or whatever Paige is a good mouthpiece for them yeah she is they all sort of need each other because Paige is no longer in the ring anymore, but it yeah. needs her something to do. She like, needs something to do. Yeah, it it seems like a team that's it's a meaningful team, and that and they're way I, better than the fucking icons. I would like if Oscar just remained Oscar, and then Kyrie Sane had Paige as a that's what they're kind, that's what they're kind of doing yeah. though. Like Oscar's yeah. Oscar, like it's just they're just mashing up the theme song. I don't like the theme. Oh, song. that theme yeah. song's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's but like, I do oh, like their uh, their double team work. Yeah, yeah. Their double ahead. team work is really cool. Yeah, they're, oh, they're doing yeah. some really cool original stuff. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, but when they go, you know, one on one with somebody else, it comes off very well. Maybe it's because they're going against these jobbers that don't have that ring experience. Yeah. But it looks really weird when they are by themselves. That's okay. They'll but have, then when they tagged in, they'll have the iconics cool. to work with, and now they're pretty much jobbers. Yeah. Well. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Kyrie and Tiger Girl. Oh, the iconics. Yeah. I do too. They're funny. They're hilarious. Uh, Kyrie and Tiger Girl. Championship material. No. Uh, yeah, they are. Maybe for those belts. Yeah. 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 Well, it is because of those belts. The belts are in a position because of them. No, and they're the only team that's really because they're the only because they're the only the like, only real team. Real team. Yeah, that's. I, well, I fire think and that's desire a, can be considered a real team, but I don't know. They're kind of starting to break off to each other too. Yeah, Andy Rose and Sonya Deville. So, uh, and then let's see. Uh, the end of the match had a code breaker neck breaker combo to Tiger Girl. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, you go ahead. Uh, insane elbow to Eva Marie. And then uh, Kyrie saying gets the pin on Poison Ivy. Guys, if Ky- if that, the, that was all the same person, by yeah. the way. Sorry. Uh, okay, like just to bring back the Iconics thing, doesn't it mean something that you guys completely forgot that the Iconics were on commentary in this match? No, I didn't forget you know, about. I, it. I, I just, just didn't, didn't want to bring up their screeching because I love them so much. And this because is a you downer. don't want to bring that up because <laughs> it doesn't help your fucking arguments. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I it, think this was no. Was, this week they were fucking unbearable. Yeah, they were, it was it was really hard. To I thought they were to. entertaining. They they took they're the, just they're like a constant dad jokes. 
like yeah. after after well that's you because you're a walking dad joke Corey. i know no no <laughs> i know just... uh, but no i think they're hilarious and i was even talking to our our mm. friend of the show gabriel who i uh, was talking to him and saying i was like why do i feel like the iconics and us would just get along so well <laughs> like just like as friends we would all just like go to the movies and just talk no they're snack. they're likable like as a human beings they're actually likable it's just as performers in this television show that like this has to convince me to keep watching and keep like thinking that there's a meaningful compelling program with like involving these two ladies no they're complete fucking jokes i'm not gonna take them seriously they're not supposed to be taken seriously i don't think they're funny they have uh, yeah of course uh, their timing is okay at best it's just there, it's basically if you just split Carmella in two and just give them the same amount of in the same you know amount of push. Well, what do we have here? A cup of haters. Cup of haters. I'm just <laughs> saying. And I'm, hey, listen. To give credit, like I I think Carmella has improved greatly. Just yeah, to, to yeah. Carmella's credit. So let's hope. Her. So let's hope about. Let's say that I'll ask the same thing about Iconics. It's just like you know they have failed to capitalize on the momentum that they have been. How long have they been champions? Maybe two weeks. WrestleMania. Three, three weeks. weeks. Three weeks. Three okay. weeks and two days. Next up, we have Fire and Desire backstage. Three weeks into that. So uh, th- 320 <laughs> days until WrestleMania. Woo! Uh, mind, Sorry. Fire and Desire backstage. Uh, for some reason, uh, Shane McMahon has announced that one of these women can be in, in the Money in the Bank ladder match, but it'll only be one of them. And like Mandy Rose says, Sonya, you should be in it. And then Sonya was like, no, you're being condescending, but you should be in it anyways. Don't worry. This was actually kind of it a was nice weird. Thing. It was kind of like Sonya's a good, good friend. friend. A good yeah. friend. You know, <laughs> she said, you know, you deserve it. You almost were there. Let's go. You win this championship. Is Sonya going to win a match? She's going to turn on her. Well, is gonna, she going to win? Gonna turn on Mandy. Is she going to be added the, to the match is what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking possible Sonya. reason for Sonya Deville to not even to not be in the match and cost Mandy Rose the match. What can Sonya Deville possibly gain from that? She's just going to make an enemy. WWE would make Mandy Rose the face in this situation oh, yeah. though. You know what I mean? If any too like turn oh, Mandy yeah, Rose no, the face 100%. and turn, you know, the uh, the, the blonde is always the face. Yeah. Well, I don't think Mandy Rose is a good face, but I think Sonya Deville could be a great hero. Way to capitalize on like, you know, a positive LGBT character, like a lesbian character yeah. in Sonya Deville. And Sonya Deville came off very faceish last night yeah she said hey you know you're yeah. you're my friend you deserve this i couldn't leave on sonya deville when she like debuted she's awesome i think she's i think yeah, I mean, i've always I hated her when she started though what, daria i Barrett. really oh. hated her like no, no when I she did the whole hate, faux mma hate, shtick yeah. and i just thought this was like this is the worst thing I've <laughs> yeah ever i remember you hated the strobe light and I, and I think this was also around the time that ronda rousey signed with the company too oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for like dude like Whatever the fuck, whatever bullshit you're doing, like here's Ronda Rousey, which you know she's not great, but she's doing a way fucking better than what the hell you're doing. Yeah. But Sonya Deville is great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's not great, but then she's she's better. Than she's a lot getting of up the there. Yeah. You know? Next up, we have Roman Reigns coming out to the ring because uh, hey, it's Roman Reigns. Is this just me or the booze beginning for Roman Reigns? Oh, they're coming back. They're definitely. I can't coming back. believe they. Oh, man, it's it's it oh, really fast. it really sucks that they like they managed to do that. The fans somehow managed to find a way. WWE, where like they're just not like I thought Roman Reigns was never gonna get booed ever again. Oh, that's this whole leukemia unfortunate thing. But then, just like this, like this level of stuff, like they just don't know how to maintain the goodwill momentum. And then just because they are just too stubborn to go with the flow of what the audience wants out of any character, and with Roman Reigns, what they see out of him, like he, I can't. The whole overcoming the odds thing with the Roman Reigns, I just thought like, this is this is why this is like this rate this thing did a one point eighty eight like no Roman one Reigns fucking, beat no one, cancer. 
No one's going to fucking buy this. It's not going to be a good match. He didn't beat up a man with cancer. He beat cancer. Sorry, that's yeah, like Russell Crowe in the <laughs> South Park episode. Void um, concept. Um, no, but also he comes out to the um, another really bad title they gave him. He is now re- referenced as the greatest acquisition to the SmackDown Live roster. <laughs> I mean, as he comes, this is the second week in a row he's until been Brock Lesnar comes. And in. Now he has a new yard. This is my yard now. Yeah. Uh, Dude, they should have dropped that along with. Uh, I just hate the f- yeah. Go ahead. The Shield stuff. I as just soon hate, as that ended, that yard stuff should have ended. I, I just hate the fact that they call him the big dog because, like, yeah. you, I don't think I think you're like your number one like man. Well, not not Becky Lynch, but then your number one face of the company. Don't call him a dog. Mm-hmm. Like this person should be a man. Yeah, should be a man, not a dog, not a pit bull. Unless That's AJ man, Styles. Man, Unless he's a heel. Man, man. Yeah, no, but he comes out to the or ring. Tomohiro Ishii. So you know what? I don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, that's fine. Tomohiro Ishii can be a dog. Yeah, no, because look at him. Um, <laughs> he. He comes out to the ring and he says something like, "Oh, I'm glad I made a first impression on you guys, and I'm glad my first impression was knocking out my boss." It was Woo! the yeah. impression, like, because guys, because Stone Cold Steve Austin did it, so I'm yeah. gonna do it because uh-huh. they see Austin uh-huh. me. I'm Austin. I'm Stone oh, Cold he, Steve. Austin. He was so natural. Hey, it could have been anyone. Yeah, you know, it was it just p- so happened. Yeah, exactly. It was the punch heard around the world, and I'm like, they they fucked up. That Roman Reigns is. He's back. He's back. Welcome back, Roman. Yeah. He yeah. says, uh, "Welcome back, booze." He says, uh, "SmackDown Live is now his yard." Out comes Shane McMahon, and Shane points out that the last time he met Roman, Roman was laying down on his back. Uh, but then Roman also points out that Shane did not do it alone. He did it with the help of Elias, and challenges Shane down to the ring and, and settle this one-on-one. Shane says he's got to leave and catch train to a uh, some rival sports team's coach. He botched it. Yeah, I don't. He, he called him Coach Harboro. Oh yeah. yeah. And oh Harbaugh. Had- is Coach oh, Harborough? Oh, yeah. I know who that is. Yeah, because that's Harbaugh. what I was like. I was Coach like, is Michigan. I was yeah, like, who Michigan the hell State? is Harborough? Yeah, I was he like, botched right. that. Okay, Harbaugh. No, he said no. Like team, cor- yeah, uh, former coach of the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Oh yeah, back yeah. when they were good. Um, and yeah, they might still be good. He called them Harborough. Um, Harborough. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Corey Graves said he must have been referring to uh, Harborough, the assistant to Coach. Harbaugh. <laughs> I'm great. like, well, thanks. Corey boy. Graves really is just like going. He's just saving everybody. With he got a haircut. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. He also. Yeah. I love the pompadour. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, Shane says that uh, he's got a couple people. Li- he's got people lining up in the back to fight Roman Reigns. And then out comes the most menacing people to fight Roman Reigns. The B team. The newest stars. acquisition to SmackDown. Yeah, they need to go back to that song, by it's the like, way. They, yeah. they, they have the like. But they suck. Should they really get a song that doesn't suck? Really, they're gonna come, Roman. There are people waiting to fight you. B team, B team, go, go, go! Like, but really? they're jokes. Like, there's that's what they're supposed to be. They are what they are. What iconics are supposed to be? <laughs> honestly, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I suppose. Uh, Shane then makes a two on one match. Uh, the B team versus Roman Reigns, and it's gonna happen right now. Um, what, what are you gonna tie my arm behind my back? Are you gonna make me do a blindfold? And he says, "No, I'm gonna make Elias a special guest, uh, not special guest referee, because you don't do that anymore. Special guest referee enforcer." So, which I think is really dumb because the entire match, like, he's supposed to be the special guest referee enforcer. He should be able to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. But yet the B team is like distracting the actual referee so Elias can get hits on Roman. And it's a handicap match. Aren't handicap matches uh, no DQ? No, not necessarily. I think handicap matches can be DQ involved. I don't know if they should have been. Triple threat matches for sure are no DQ. Okay. Like, no. Yeah, I don't know. Because don't know. how do you how do you take for account two people beating up on one dude without a five count? 
That's a handicap. It's not a tag match. Well, I think that would be a two-on-one match. Well, it's a handicap, two-on-one handicap match. That's what it was last night. It wasn't a tag match, handicap tag match. Okay, you know, yeah. Where the fuck is Buddy Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like, listen, look like a bu- like you have this roster right here. Like you have a pretty stacked roster. You have you have Buddy Murphy. Like you, he's just like standing and ca- like he's just. I'm ready to go, and, Shane. He's no, ready and catering. Go. Like have him again, yeah. dude. That's why I thought Roman Reigns on SmackDown was actually like kind of refreshing and kind of cool. Like imagine him against somebody like Buddy Murphy. Imagine yeah. imagine Roman Reigns versus Andrade. And Roman Reigns versus yeah. Ali. And let's not team Roman Reigns up with the Usos because let's have the Usos rap now. Yeah, that... Oh, oh my God. God. That's so fucking lame. And they, they got the annoying one WWE's, to do the rap. Yeah. Oh and they were like... like Downside, day one, downside. <laughs> like, all right. This is, it was, yeah, that was so fucking lame. Um, anyway, so the B team got I don't way think too that m- was meant to get caught on camera, by the way. What? Oh, the, with them, them rapping? Oh, it, I think it, I think it was. I think really? it's definitely going to be their gimmick for now. I think Vince has more, has more input Again, to Monday Night Raw than SmackDown. Necessary yeah. explanation. Like, I think there should be, can be some stuff on SmackDown that goes unnoticed, but Vince has, like stringent control over Monday Night Raw, and he wants the Usos to rap now because just, it's Vince. Here's the thing, and he, it's an old white man wanting these young guys yeah. to rap. Yeah. Here, I think I just think Vince you guys talk that hip slang. He starts TV because I think he has a lot more stubborn control over Raw because that's how it starts, and he just uses all his energy towards it. And then comes Tuesday. <laughs> I'm not tired. And, and even on and maybe the break between Monday to Friday. Yeah. He'll probably be come back as energized. Like, well, yeah. that's when he has. That's a, Roman. That's when they have the do. 3 a.m. conference calls with his fucking writers. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, B team twenty four seven. B team has way too much offense against um, against Roman Reigns. Uh, like, but I will say Elias does have a nice referee it's, tank top. Again, I will say that, that was just, kind of awesome. The referee tank top. One point eighty eight. You, you one point eighty eight. You guys. What do you mean? <laughs> that's that's ratings. ratings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I no, I get it though. It, I'm just pointing out what I th- what I did like, and what I did like was Elias's tank top. <laughs> uh, let's see. So uh, we have a Superman punch to Dallas. Superman punched Axel. Elias then pulls the ref out to stop the count. The drive by to Bo Dallas. Uh, perfect plex to Roman, followed by a kick out. Why doesn't? Because uh, so he does a perfect plex to a Roman. True. Elias runs in for the count. Why didn't Elias just do a fast count? Yeah. He, he legit was like one. <gasps> he kicked out. Yeah. Well, no fucking shit. It's just Curtis Axel. If he had just dropped his hand, he could have done a slow count. He One, two, three. Slow count and still just counted. Yeah. He yeah. Just dropped his hand. Oh, I didn't see him get up. Because yeah, exactly. Screw be, it. Call, be, call for the bell. Because they don't want Roman Reigns to lose to the B team, you guys. Well, if it was like that, it would have been a death to finish and it could have been happened. Like, it would have been okay. <laughs> it's just. And then if Roman would have taken everybody out after the match, it would have been fine. That would have just killed Roman Reigns. I don't think so, actually. Roman Reigns Roman has been Reigns dead in the water. Roman the B team on SmackDown that does a 1.88 rating is just... it's. I feel like the dude should... I, nope, I'm not going there. I, <laughs> I beg to differ because I honestly believe that... Roman Reigns needs some struggle in his character. Yeah, the, the and if that one man has sense. struggled enough, Corey. Okay. Character-wise, I think people have sympathy for him as a human being. But character-wise, like, I'm already starting to get sick of the Roman Reigns character again. Like, yeah. personally speaking, like, I don't hate him, but I just, it's not fair. I can't I lose. I personally just have faith in him as a performer. He's a good performer, He's, he's yeah. a great, I, I might argue that as as somebody who's given him, that given the amount of pressure that guy has gotten, 
And for him to not buckle under that stuff, regardless of the booze and regardless of how he's booked, him actually kind of accentuating himself in a mm-hmm. way like oh, look at that. Let's I consider Thank him. You know. I I actually do consider him an actual top star. If they really tried, if they actually you know gave a fuck about like not no they give a fuck. But it's that's just they're not saying. good at it. But if yeah. Roman Reigns keeps getting screwed out of opportunities, like if he does lose to the B team, people know like people. Right now, if he lost I right now, you would say you would be like, "That's fucking ridiculous." How nobody, come he lost to the boot team? I think, He's better than that. Because yeah, I, I just don't think everybody needs Daniel Bryan booking. I think Roman Reigns is the type of person who should run through his, everybody. Run like no honestly, one should, that's how you make stars. That's how you gain momentum I, for people. No, I think that's not because like, I feel like there are people like there are people like a Daniel Bryan where yeah no their character is and, and a Johnny Gargano where their story is told through struggle. But you have people like Ricochet or Aleister Black who were just who are just standouts. They're absolute stars. They're not made to look like geeks all the time. Like if you have Roman Reigns lose to the B team, like that makes him an absolute geek. And then we'll but just, he didn't lose just to the B team. He lost to the B team and, and Elias with a fast Elias. count after being screwed. I over. just think that's just so with a crooked would, referee. It, it would, even John Cena has lost matches like that and yeah, not lost those momentum. Are very far and a few and, between. It's and like, John Cena. Listen, regardless of what you think about John Cena and what he did to that product. John Cena's a star. Yeah, they yeah, want to yeah, make yeah, stars. For sure. and I Roman think, Reigns and I think that's how they did it. Yeah, exactly. That's not how that is. I I whole I super disagree. That's it's how all about the chase. It's, again, it, it depends on the character. Like I the said, Gargano, Brian, yeah, you give it to those guys because they're small and they can't. All faces can should have off. a hard mountain to climb. All faces. I do. Agree There's always that. that, you know, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with, like, I agree that a chase storyline is very good, but then with somebody like Roman Reigns, I think. And hasn't cool. Hogan lost back when he was Hulkamania, you know, with a no, fast count? Hogan never lost. Not, not a title. Not a title. Hogan but Hogan has lost. Loses. Hogan has lost back in the day. I mean, of course, in yeah. He loses. No, he in loses. controversy. No, he loses when it means good for business and he's getting the win back, brother. But, like, it's. Brother. Yeah, he lost to Andre. Look, it didn't, he didn't even lose, so I don't even know what we're arguing. All right. <laughs> so I let's know that he shouldn't have. He no, he lost won. to Andre. Legit? Well, not legit. It but, wasn't. You know. It wasn't legit because no, no, million saying, dollar man. They yeah, you know, because yeah. there was a uh, was a false ref. Yeah, remember Earl Ebner has a twin brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Controversy. Exactly. Controversy. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on to the next match, shall we? Because I think we got a bunch of stuff we still need to talk about. Oh. And, Andre, uh, or not Andre. Sorry, Andrade uh, and Randy Orton uh, this versus is where Finn you Balor. The, this oh, you, Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, yeah. What do you got, uh, Michael? We've talked about this last week. This week, sociopath is the word of the week. Uh, Jose, what do you think about the show? What, what do we think about the show overall? This is the, the reason Fun. why you get a 1.8 rating. Firefly Funhouse? Yeah. I think it's this, dumb. It's, I think it's super... It's dumb, but it's, it's, an, it's an... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the, uh, what's it? the Mr. Rogers documentary is what inspired this. And, and I really like the Mr. Rogers. Because it's so hot. But, I mean, they, they missed... They missed the timing of it because the Mister Rogers documentary is, is that? done. That was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's done. If that, it, yeah. It doesn't I, make any sense to do this. They just. Do you remember Bad Ronald? Bad Ronald? Yeah. No. Nobody knows who I'm talking about. Never Bad Ronald. Ronald I think the angle, no, it was a music. It was a music group from like the late '90s. I think the uh, angle. I'm, okay. I I find it like okay bad, but wow, I sound like a goat there. Um, I find it kind of bad and in an endearing way like you kind of can't look away sort of I like thing because 
like I'm a big fan of like the Adult Swim kind of humor. And I think that's where, what a lot of people get the you know kind of get that you know, same vibe like from it. Things that have like a two like have like a little like an evil layer like right underneath this you know happy go lucky massage. And I think that is kind of a com- it's a compelling edge to this Bray Wyatt character who you know was in dire need of a reboot. Yeah, but to me it comes off like a wannabe of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't. I mean, like it's it's kind of forcing it. I mean. Bray is, is doing what he can. A wannabe of the previous yeah. character? I don't see any. No, no, no. Like, a wannabe of no. the, the adult swim type yeah, it's humor a, it's that a, referring to. It's a cheap imitation. I think it's... Uh, I mean, that's that's a kind of a fair assessment. Um, but like, and a lot of people have been pushing back and, against this character. And, no, I think a lot of people are pushing back because they have zero faith in WWE getting like you know capitalizing on like i said mom- the momentum of this thing yeah. like because it's it's gotten me to a certain extent but i have zero faith in that they'll actually well, make good have, on this they're gonna have three more of these segments three more weeks and then he's gonna become an in-ring performer and then these segments are gonna be just yeah tossed no in the garbage one of the, we're never gonna see him again that's no but it, it's definitely true that it's definitely they're gonna be done in the it's, ring it's, it's concerning yeah. that the second this guy goes into the ring it's just those that's, those vignettes are just gonna be that's the thing yeah and he's gonna wrestle with a sweater and some tight ass they're gonna have slacks. they're gonna, gonna have to find a way to make this translate into the ring he, and that's where I think WWE can easily fall flat on their face oh they, and they will they will Guaranteed. We can a, lot, a lot of people really hate this gimmick too because a lot of people find it like super like not like creep but like creep uh, legit creepy like legit like but then that's kind of that's kind of but no thing. like and like okay, how, many look, people, how many people haven't on, have you seen on Twitter say that this is like they get like weird like creepy like you're trying to influence children vibes here, like, here's the thing. I wish it was that There's, creepy it's not creepy I, enough uh, it's not creepy enough for me <laughs> then, then they should dial it up a bit man yeah turn into like he's controlling the children of the corn. Yeah, um, make it more obvious that he's doing the voices to every single character. Yeah, like when people can find it unsettling, uh-huh. when people find it unsettling, I feel like that's the same people who find like Mister Rogers unsettling. I, I just think they're—I uh, hate to say it—but I just think they're just, they're getting worked. Getting there's worked. work. There's getting worked like in a Baron Corbin sense where you legitimately hate the thing, but then there's getting worked in the, the sense of, <laughs> of the Bray Wyatt where you know it's doing its job. Yeah, and you could say to a certain extent Baron Corbin's doing his job, but then. His job is to make sure that to captivates the audience, but really that dude is just a a freaking yeah. Uh, okay, how do I say this politely? Um, a really nice guy. He's sorry. You know, he say he say yowie wowie. Does he really say that? <laughs> yowie wowie. Yeah, he does. He said it like three times. Yeah, yeah. It's great. That's He's- the, and by the way, did you see the T-shirt on WWEshop.com? No. It is literally a red shirt with a square of the Firefly Funhouse. Like, yeah, it, it's pretty bad. It's like somebody took the image, like a JPEG uh-huh. image, yeah. and put it on a T-shirt uh-huh. without cropping out the the sides. Talk about getting lazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like the great T-shirt you can find at brownbutterwrestling.com/cwr.html. Size is extra small to four XL. Awesome plug. Um, but let's move on to the next match: Andrade and Randy Orton versus Finn Balor and Ali. Uh, Andrade comes out to the ring and tells everyone he does not respect them. Well, he doesn't say that to Orton, but he says, you can learn a thing or two from me. Watch me in the ring. Um, Also then, uh, let's see, Ali and Orton start the match. Orton pushes Ali off the ring and smashes his face onto the ring. Legit looked pretty bad. Uh, Baseman dropkick to Andrade by Finn Balor. Uh, We have Andrade and Balor so fluid going one-on-one back and forth. They actually looked really good in the ring. Yeah, I can't wait to actually have a full one-on-one like pay-per-view match. Um, I'm hoping it might. No, they're both in the Money in the Bank, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So we'll see them get some good one-on-one in that match. Uh, double knees uh, to Balor by Andrade, followed by a kickout. Sling blade by Balor to Andrade. Tag 054, which they're now just calling the 450 splash, to Andrade. Ali gets the pin and the win. After the match, 
Orton hit an RKO on Balor, tries to go after Ali, but Ali kicks him in the gut and then gives him a super kick, knocks him out of the ring. Ali stands tall. Early prediction, Andrade is going to win Money in the Bank. That's I feel like that's a, that's kind of a that's that's a lot of people's picks. Ooh. Um I How s- would you say in Spanish? Money and, in the bank. Uh, dinero en el banco. Señor dinero de la banco. En el banco. En el banco. Well, I mean, Charlotte, we'll get to it then for your request. Oh, I'm just kidding. No. Hubba <laughs> hubba. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this was oh. a this was another day in the office. You know, as as much as like it was a good match, I you know, it. as much as a good match, it was. It was very much a. It was very formulaic. I'll say, it was pretty generic. Yeah. After this, we have Sarah Shriver backstage. I got her name right this week, right? Sarah Shriver. Ooh, is that her name? Yeah, it's not Renee Young. It's not yeah. Renee Young. I didn't say Renee. Young. I just I didn't know. know her name before. I know. It's just another blonde interviewer. She's she's actually pretty good. I like Sarah. She's yeah. good. Uh, she's backstage with the last two women being announced for the Money in the Bank uh, women's ladder match. First off, the the Sheenom. She's known as the Sheenom now. She has many names. Oh, good lord. Ember Moon. I'm known as a lot of things. So I think they took the war out of her name. She's not the war goddess. She's now the Sheenom, which I don't know if that has any reference to the Phenom. Yeah. Which probably doesn't at all. Yeah. No. But I would like if they gave the Undertaker character to like, not the character, but maybe something, you know. Mystical powers. I don't know. A little something for her. She's already a werewolf. But Ember Moon. Well, she she's just a fangirl in my opinion. Yeah. That like either pick one. You're either a werewolf or you're the girl that dresses like a werewolf when you go to conventions. Yeah. And then she right now she's cosplaying. And uh, she's announced for the match. And also, <laughs> oh wait, Ember Moon is cosplaying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Ember Moon's cosplaying while Sarah Schreiber is cosplaying Renee Young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's. And it, doesn't, and it doesn't help that uh, Ember gives a like, TEP. I'm, I'm showing you like a screenshot. She of does this. not look like look like, like look at the like from this distance. Uh, I'm yeah, putting yeah. this camera away. Okay, I'm putting from, my phone from a distance from far away. Yes, from far away. It looks like from Corey now at now, a screenshot show, of the show, interview. Show Jose. Well, hold on, what do you think? Do you? Yeah, think no, she, it kind of looks like Renee. And then Jose, look at this. My glasses. I can't see anything without my glasses. Yeah, no, yeah, no I see it. It's I see it. Yeah, like the she hair. Does, she does. The hair looks From very lot. far away, yes. Well, you know, four feet away, yeah. And next up is uh, also being announced for this Money in the Bank ladder match is Carmella, who came off very heelish in this promo. At least not very heelish. She was trying to hide it. She was like, oops, too much. Too no, much I better dial it back. Super confident. Because you know? she was like, oh, okay, let's not talk about that. They Yeah, because Ember Moon did bring up. She says, didn't she win the Money in the Bank by using... James Ellsworth. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, no, no. But they didn't bring They're, up Ellsworth's they name. <laughs> they can't bring up uh, the douchebag's name. Um, they didn't bring up his name. But she's like, don't worry about how I want it. I did because everyone's going to know Mela is money, which is something she hasn't said since she's been a heel, too. Mm-hmm. So that's also something to take note of. I think Carmella's full back to being a heel. Yeah, well, it looks like uh, R-Truth is doing his thing now, too. Yeah, getting jobbed out to Lars Sullivan. It's too bad because I think Carmella is actually a very likable individual. She is. Especially with Truth. They made a good team. Yeah, they made, she, yeah she had a... She, yeah, she was very likable in the ring. Very, very, very likable. I know I'm coming off creepy by saying that. Anyways, let's move on to our main event, shall we? That wasn't even a match. It was the Kevin Owens show. The Kevin Owens show with, uh, as advertised, card subject to change, Xavier Wood as the special guest. Oh, that happened? I didn't watch it. Okay, but it didn't really happen. So the main event was pretty much Kevin Owens interviewing two action figures uh, in the ring. A I'm big e action figure. It. And a Xavier Woods action figure. I should get together with um, Kevin Owens because he has the other two big New Day figures. I have a Kofi Kingston. You know, we can play with them together. I don't know. We could do co- <laughs> like interviews with them. We, you, Kevin Owens, come on over one day. Is that new? Yeah, it's new. Huh? Yeah, the the. Well, he didn't come with the belt, but I gave it to him. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no. So he interviewed two 
uh, elite figures. They came out. I think Kofi Kingston comes out to the ring because there's no Kofi Kingston figure, mm-hmm. so he's got to come out and actually uh, brawl. And they brawl, and yeah, that was that was pretty much it. They brawl and brawl this, and brawl. This segment just had no meat in this bones. And whatsoever. you wonder why there's it the was, ratings one point eight eight. There was yeah. zero heat to this. It just felt really awkward. You had Kofi Kingston saying nothing, just staring at Kevin Owens. And then for him to just brawl to the outside, just keep on like, yeah, no, yeah, Kofi getting you know one up on Kevin Owens, it's very necessary. Yes. So is Kevin Owens a transition transitional champion? I don't think. Oh so. my, is Kofi Kingston a transitional champion? Well, double transitional champion. Like you could easily like think like, oh, Kevin Owens could probably will probably take this title. So and Kofi then, to Kevin to Roman. To Ray- Roman. Yep. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Like what do you like? Once you think about it, like you, I mean, is. How soon? I. It's really unfortunate. Like as much as like we all like you know championed no pun intended Kofi Mania. Really, it's just all I can think about is what are ways. It's not. This isn't going to be a long run. No. What are? How soon are they going to put the title? Well, on his Roman chase Reigns? was more exciting than his championship run. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, by all means, get actually have it be Kofi versus Roman. But I, I feel like that's a that's if we're talking about ways to not to get Roman not booed. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. That dude is going to get murdered. Yeah. Let, oh, Roman oh, Reigns is going to get murdered. Let's do it in Chicago too. Ooh. Or Philadelphia. That's or Jersey. It, One it's of those good, no, no, SummerSlam's in Toronto. Toronto, Canada, and that's they, they, the smartest of the smartest. Yeah. yeah. Um eh, you know, not less so no, anymore. No, I think no, I there would say was, Chicago. But okay, Chicago I feel like has overthrown Toronto, but there was time Toronto was indeed bizarro land for a very long time. Yeah. It New really Jer- was. New Jersey's always really, really yeah, they're hot. Yeah. They're hot. The East Coast in general, like you Kentucky, know. you know, I mean they were yeah, fucking good yeah. They were given anything. All right, guys. That was SmackDown Live. Uh, uh, you're fe- we're feeling the effects of just post-mania. Whoa. Rating. Whoa. No, writing, like writers leaving, a.k.a. Road Dog, and just... He's not just, fully leaving. He's still staying on as, he's, uh, as, he, a, as an advisor, but he's not head writer, which, like, as much as, you know, I we, don't want to give him too much credit. And Isn't uh, Billy Gunn at AEW? Yes. yes. They can't fire did, did, me. Did I see one of those ride-alongs with uh, Billy Gunn, X-Pac, and uh, what's his sure, name? Sure, why Rodolph? not? It was probably Maybe, like yeah. filmed when he was, the, he was I thought there. I saw a commercial. They were like, new ride-alongs. I did, I did like there was a picture from Access Weekend. Billy Gunn was at WWE Access yeah. um, shaking hands with the Revival. I was like, damn, you think Vince would keep a close eye on that one? Yeah, right. All right. That was SmackDown Live, and I, you know, like I said, we're going to give a bonus episode. We're going to talk a little bit about Avengers Endgame. We've been talking about 80 minutes of wrestling, but we'll talk a little bit about Avengers still because uh, we promised you. Yes. Um, um, spoiler but, alert. But, guys. yeah, before I get into that, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR45, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go buy a shirt at brownbutterwrestling.com slash CWR.html. Extra small to 4XL. Now. Let's get into end games. Avenger end games. Avengers end game. Uh, we, the 23rd or the 22nd film? 23rd. 23rd. Twi- Marvel 23. And just like Kofi Mania, this is 11 years in the making as well. Oh, yes. That's that is very much true. 2008. One Iron Man released around what, like May, I think. I was like a that. freshman. Yeah, I would say May. I was a freshman in high school, talking to kids, uh, talking to my compatriots, my classmates in third period English class, saying, "Hey, yeah, no, Iron, that Iron Man movie's pretty good. Like, you should watch it." Yeah, yeah. And apparently, they, like, and they did go see thing, it with? And they do this crazy thing with, like, you know, Samuel Jackson's in the end of it. And he talks about this thing of the Avengers Initiative. John Favreau directed, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Of um, you know, he's Happy Hogan. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he likes what else? He's from he's what? He likes hamburgers just like Tony Stark. He's all he's mm-hmm. in that movie Swingers with Vince Vaughn. 
He is. And that's uh, that's the only thing I could think of him as Vince Vaughn's friend. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of yeah. him as. Uh, Director of The Lion King. He was on Friends. The original Lion King? Really? No. no the new one. The new one. Oh, the, uh, I oh think he God. did. No, he did Jungle Book, too. Yeah. Let's review every, all 23, two of these movies leading up. Starting to out with Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man, so, too. Iron Man starring Robert Downey Jr. No. Um, I really. Oh, what do you guys think of the movie overall? Yeah, let's just start with. <laughs> let's there. just do it like we do a wrestling podcast. What do we think? If we're just it? doing like a wrestling podcast, we're like running down the plot, which I yeah, I, we're not gonna. I'm, do I'm all gonna that, avoid yeah. that. Okay. I'm just, okay. How about this? Say what we like about it. Say our favorite moments. No, say what we like. Say what we think about it. So our favorite moments, and really just kind of work off from there. Okay. Loved it three thousand. Loved it three thousand and one. Yeah. So yeah. the movie had you know. I'm. I sit here and I said at the beginning of the show that the movie was kind of eh. Like you said I, it was on the Slack. You said well, after Jose and meh. I said on the Slack, loved it, loved it, and you said meh. I was this close to saying meh, coming from the guy with a Cody Rhodes avatar. <laughs> well, you know what? I think I just think the movie was a little bit. It was just. It was a lot to take place in that one movie. I felt like I, some things just kind of just happened, like the end of the movie with everyone just kind of showing up after like. It was like, no, we did it. It's fine. We planned for all this. It did just worked you, out. How many okay, of the had, Marvel <laughs> movies have you been watching? Yeah. Most of them. Most of them. I, I mean, I didn't see this, uh, Captain it, Marvel, but this, that took place in the 90s. Okay, so did you guys ever see the G.I. Joe movie? Yes. Back in the day? Okay, remember at the very, very Law? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember at the very end, like, there was nobody Joe's that said it? Duke is going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. At the very end of You thought that Endgame, was going to happen. I, that ran through my head. <laughs> like, it's just going to be like, there's going to be hologram and there's going to be shadowy and figure. And Natasha's going to be okay. Yes. No, it's like, can, can you say, hey, guys, Duke is going to be okay. Just say that. To, oh, wait. No, I can't because this is a video. This is a podcast yeah. where I was about to just lip sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but No, yeah. but it was, it, they like panned away. And yeah. It was like it's, a, and it's just an overhead shot of everybody just, together. It's I, Natasha and I. <laughs> Tony is like they'll fall for it and I thought I also thought that there was just the end game was kind of like Wrestlemania where it was a lot given to us and a lot of fan service given to us a lot of things we wanted I, I to think happen. that was the purpose of the movie but I also thought it was just incredibly long and it just at the, the end of the movie like got drawn out like Tony Stark's funeral was drawn out oh. you know like it was but the whole thing, you know, I love you three thousand. I cried my ass off, you know, with the daughter and the video and yeah. the, you know, oh, all that man. stuff. I cried at times. I, you know, I was legit emotional. But at the same you time, you felt it was very long. You you felt its length. I felt its length. This yes. is li- I definitely yeah. and um, Jose. I think we're we are in agreement here. This is literally the only time we've seen we've I've I've actually heard somebody complain about this movie's length because I think this was a movie where every I'm not gonna say every scene was super necessary like. No, we could have done done without Thor visiting his mom. We could have done without that. Well, the thing is... We could have done without... No, here's the thing. visiting his mom. Here's the thing. (laughs) But, no, no, no. Like, now that I'm actually saying this out loud, and, like, Uh, the more I think about it, because I usually just speak before I think, as you, listener, would know. Um, It's most wrestling podcasting. Yeah. Um, It's just that the one thing, the thing we're like... When I was watching, my immediate reaction was like, "Yeah, no, I think I would cut the scene where how uh, Tony Stark is talking to Howard Stark, or scene where uh, Thor is talking to his dead mom." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, no, this is these scenes are actually super necessary because these I'm, these uh, they are reminiscing of who they're fight, what they're fighting yeah, for, yeah. and you know the point is that they got to get these stones, but then they're also tracing back of like." what this fight this these battles are meant for this is for the people that you know you know these are coming from and just like the whole weight of the world right it just adds a lot more gravity of their 
of their um their greater purpose. Yeah. And one positive message from uh that I took away from End Games is that um, you know, overeating cannot be solved with superpowers, as shown by Thor. I was kind of yeah. hoping at the end, when Thor transformed Honestly. back into Thor, that he would actually like just shed the weight. <laughs> still, yeah, I, but no, they said you need to actually work on that Thor. Go hit the the gym, and you'll be fine. Eventually. I am not. I am one thousand percent not going to lie. The design, the final design for Thor in the final battle of him being really thick, but then still have the, but then still have the suit, and then his braided beard yeah. after he gets the suit, like it just his beard and his hair just get magic braided after yeah. that I thought that's the best design of, of the Thor like of all the Thors in the history yeah, of like yeah, yeah. that entire MCU because it's I very, do feel like that's what Thor, Thor should it's look very, like it's very comic book yeah very indult like it just feels like, like he's he, a god so yeah. he's very indulgent he's a he's a very indulgent yeah, person yeah. yeah so he looks that, very Odin yeah very yeah. he's very much Odin like yeah He's, he is his father's son which I thought is like this is him as a complete arc and I'll be remiss to not not mention when we're th- talking about Thor, talking about, in my opinion, the great, like, as much as everybody champions Iron Man Tony Stark and how Howard Stark says he's the greatest creation, I do feel like MCU's greatest creation is fucking Captain America. Yeah. And just his, the entire moment where Thanos is beating Thor's ass. He, he, like, he's just gonna get stabbed by, um, by the storm, by his own Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. And then him getting smacked by Mjolnir. Ha Mjolnir. And then freaking, it I just it. goes, to, and it just goes to Captain America. And then that face that Thor makes, I knew it. Look, it's, it's, it's oh, a I callback. Po- I, I pop for that, yeah. It's a callback to first... Age of Ultron where, like, was it Age of Ultron? Yeah, Age of Ultron where he okay. tries to lift it. He gets close and it's like, well, he, it, it, it kind of budges a little bit, you know. Yeah, it kind of yeah. nudges, and just that was that was the moment. Well, the second moment for me because, of course, we'll be talking. I feel like the moment besides you know Iron Man's death. I am Iron Man. Yeah, the Iron I am Iron Man like death. Like remember early in the show when we mentioned when you were gonna introduce Jose Osegueda, I was like the Doctor Strange portal is opening up. Yeah, Captain and, and it thus beginning the greatest orgy. Of superhero battles. Well, it's the, the first time we've ever cinema. seen a, a splash page done on film, which is this was effing amazing. Was splash when page. was the last time you you opened up a comic and you saw all these characters on both pages? Yeah, exactly. And like legit, like it Age actually of, came to life. Like I, I saw Age of Ultron relatively recently. Age of Ultron really kind of had that moment where it's just rotating around that dome where everybody's. Yeah, that fighting. was cool. Yeah, the the airport scene from Infinity War. That I feel cool. like that was or Civil uh, War. Civil, oh, Civil War. Yeah, Civil, Civil War when they're coming yeah, at each and other. And the Wakanda fight yeah. too uh it's just it's but this re- just it, it just turned up the volume yeah times 100 this was yeah no this was a movie that i felt needed every single minute of that three hours because they needed the space they needed the time to really make create a culmination of these of like of this 10-year buildup of these movies because it's hard to not think about every because this movie was deliberately designed to think about the other movies that you're that you that watched yeah, over yeah, the yeah. past decade. This was, and I think that's probably one of its main criticisms too. Where like it, it was a it it was a it was fan service first, a movie second. Like you mm-hmm. you, you kind of hear that and you kind of get what they're saying with that. Yeah. Like yeah, 
Thanos should have been a better character. He should have like, but then you also got to you are divorcing the fact that hey, this is Thanos of the more idealistic Thanos. They killed before. Thanos twice in that they movie. They killed Thanos yeah. twice. <laughs> Thanos dies in the beginning. I was yeah. shook when that five years later thing came up. Like, yeah. oh no, that's Every, the one thing I was kind of bummed out about. Fucked man. I was hoping for more in depth of like the world around us during the five years. I think like, they gave what? us enough of that. Like, I, I seriously honestly, think we no, did. Yeah, you're right. You're no, right. they gave us like one minute of it and it was like a Captain America like uh, fucking meeting like survivors meeting and then they yeah. showed New York kind of like disheveled and then that was it would you yeah, want another 20 meeting. minutes of that I would, did you guys I would spot rather... the cameo of one of the Russo brothers during that uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah yeah oh in the, the in the meeting yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, then 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 what's your point about like uh, then wanting but then feeling every hour of it you it, it's kind of like spend... it's kind of like having a, a Buddy Murphy versus you know uh uh, let's say Cedric Alexander for five minutes, but then Triple H versus Undertaker for thirty-five minutes. To me, I thought they could have moved some stuff around. Yeah, well, I you th- could totally have a. You know how they're doing a um, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier uh, TV show. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're doing that That's on cool. the. Disney. I find that very questionable. Like, uh, how much money Disney is willing to spend? Because, like, so, like you can't just have all like the the most the, the splash page, the splash pages yeah. of all splash pages. And then just for to to be very t- I mean like, like I'm all to for ABC. it. I'm all for yeah. it. But then you really have to consider like th- how much, right? You know, well, Corey, what I'm saying is, this. Corey can get his wish, yeah, by having you know that Captain America Winter Soldier uh, moment yeah. during the TV show. Like, show us a a year of what yeah. they went through. You know, well, you mean after post, Endgame post because that, that's when no no no, no, no pre pre Endgame pre snap yeah no post, no, post snap pre Endgame yeah yeah. yeah. Post that. I mean, I, th- I just think all, the, all you're going to think about. And there's is a Vision Wanda. There's a Vision Wanda TV show coming out too. Uh, so you could Vision t- and Wanda. So yeah. Vision is back. Oh no, but Vision did die pre. <laughs> Vision got pre-snap. super dead. Yeah, he, Vision he died super died. I feel like yeah. he's not going back. He's yeah. dead now. Um, um, can we talk a little bit about uh, Professor Hulk? Little bro. Oh, I loved that. So cool. Bro, bro-y. Smart, like, is yeah. he's smart. Like, they call him Smart Hulk. Like he was like um, Hulk out. He was like the the broy smart guy from a college somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro, like it's cool. Like, whatever. That scene, the scene where Ant Man, it's like, now oh, you know who I am. No, I'm an Ant Man. And then it's like, smart, and then Smart Hulk is just super insistent. Like, no, Nick, you want to take a picture? No, nah, it's okay. No, you want to take a picture? No, the kids nah, want to take a picture with you. Want to take a picture? No, no, the little kid just just said no. He's just super. And then they're just like, no, 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 it's okay. Yeah, that's just smart. And he's and like as he's saying, they're in a diner, and he has like, like, like five people's worth of food too. Hey, hey, eat! Come on, you should eat something. Yeah. So here, and then the whole Ant Man with the tacos. And then yeah, they, they no, get blown, they get away, blown and away, and then you see like him, you see Hulk walking, and he just gives him one taco. Just little oh, character yeah, moments really like that. Yeah. I think I believe is what makes the super indulgent stuff at the end worthwhile. I think, it, like as much as we talk about that big battle and the Avengers assemble line, which I fucking popped for, I popped yeah. like it was just one pop after another. Yeah, uh, like that third act, but still, just like I feel like. The character moments, the ones I'm talking about with the whole awkward autograph signing or the selfie photo thingamajig, thingamajig and the taco parts like that. I feel like that's getting lost over. But then yeah. I do believe those are some of the best parts that Endgame has to offer. And that opening. Good God, yeah. that opening. Clint Barton. 
Yeah. Where his fan, like the way that family gets dusted and just the way it's like oh, specifically yeah. shot. Really sad, yeah. yeah. Where it's just a one, it's one, it's almost one take and it's just a handheld and you can tell the camera's kind of shaking because yeah. the, you are feeling the crisis that Clint Barton is going through right now. So you, you feel the, the rip in his heart yeah. and what turned him into Ronan. And, and it took a couple of top minutes for people in the audience where I was to be like, like oh shit, this ooh. is the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like for a minute, people didn't know what like was going was on a commercial because it just like started. Yeah. Yeah. There was no like pre movie commercials. Like no, the, at least for us, there was no oh, like no. The, the, there was no AMC theaters. There was no Century oh, yeah, theaters. No. Like okay. I was an AMC. It just started. Where did you? Where were you? Century Daily City. Okay. And it wow. just okay. it went to previews. Once the previews were over, it just started. I was an AMC. I was in the Metreon. Which, by the way, this is the first oh, first time I've been to the Metreon in, a, in a, quite some time. This is the first time I had these reclining seats. Yeah. Awesome, right? Those reclining seats are... It's like I'm in first class, for oh, God's sake. Dude, the seats I had were like so bouncy. I felt like I was going to knock somebody's food out of the back of their... Like, like this, <laughs> this was adjustable, and like I think I paid like $13 for the for uh-huh. these seats. Like, this is a first class ticket yeah. to, to like a plane ride. And like it's three hours. I feel like... Those I'm, are matinee prices, too. Yeah. This is... That was incredible. Um, but I had... It's one of them... Probably one of the most memorable theater experiences I've had in... Uh, in quite some time, maybe like maybe ever, perhaps ever, top five at least, because yeah. that movie's insane, and that movie only that movie needed to be insane because it just it was it was it was the rest it was it's WrestleMania. So yeah. my every question, event, or at least WrestleMania like thirty, where like I know every Avengers movie yeah. is kind of like WrestleMania, yeah. Yeah. Where everything kind of builds up towards this thing, and then everything. It's just I. It's a big four. It's the big four. Yeah, you know this is the it's, no, it is, it's the big. It's the big big. It is Avengers four. I think Infinity War was like Swiss, the Royal like, Rumble. It was like Survivor Series. Yeah, Royal Rumble, where yeah. you kind of get the Age of Ultron. Was Thanos, like, was, of Thanos course, won yeah. the Royal Rumble. He snaps his fingers and he's yeah. One. Avengers one was Summer uh, SummerSlam. You know, yeah. it was like we got us into it. You know? Yeah, and uh, this I and it's one billion dollars, and it's again makes me think about like. People are willing to sit through three hours if that three hours is shit. So yeah. my question, my, my question is, is, this is just one of the plot holes I thought of. So when they snap their fingers back, so they didn't erase everything that happened over the last five no. years. No. They just brought back the people that were yes. gone. So Spider-Man then goes back to high school. This is exactly. the one that is yes. the one thing everybody's to see thinking his, about. To see his friend who is still in high school after five years. Maybe he yes. got snapped. He, well, well, the, okay, you're, you're the absolutely theory right. Is, the theory is that. Ninety percent of the school got zapped. So everyone just like they could just say that, and then ten percent like they're gonna. There's gonna be a scene where it's like uh, just an older gentleman like I was in your class, dude. Yeah. It was super messed up. Yeah, that's that oh, is. Yep, I feel like that is the number one main hook for Spider-Man: Far From Home is what is the world like after Endgame? Yeah. Also, you what know? the fuck was Spider-Man swinging on when they were battling at the end? Like Valkyrie. He, he, he was, was on Valkyrie. That was the first. Oh, like, was he? How do you come back? Like, like I was like, kid, who was he swinging off? You're a kid. Like, yeah, you're Peter Parker. You've done your fair share of like, you know, battles. You've, You've like he's you by know, far my favorite <coughs> Marvel character now. You this held new, yeah. this new yeah. Peter you, Parker. Yeah. You held on. He to is like, the best. He is the you best. Held on to a ship like that split in uh-huh. half with your own webs. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the shit that Peter Parker is experiencing in this fight, the do people even like know what this Dude, is called? He like held, what this battle was called is called uh, the battle, the final the, battle. The I know battle there's of like Avengers. Those, there's the Battle of Wakanda. Avengers there's, Island. Uh, there's uh, that floating city in Ultron. There's yeah. New York in Avengers original. The but incident. then I can't really call it something like this. It's just end game. The end. Yeah. That's just the called end the end game. Yeah. But just for like to see the shit like Peter Parker's experiencing, like how is he gonna come back? Uh, from this? He's he, far from home. You know, he held the gauntlet the longest while protecting it. 
Because yeah. you know how they're passing it like, like a football? <laughs> that was he this is a football game. And he protected and it the longest. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome when Black Panther was like, just give it to me. And everyone mm-hmm. was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I was Black like T'Challa, Panther put it was on. the first put it guy. On T'Challa. <laughs> he was the first guy revealed uh, coming from the Doctor Strange uh, portals. And like, that was a little cheesy. Everyone just walking on the portal. No, yeah. that no, you no, no. needed that. No, no, the exact like everyone just kind. Of, it was like very just like slowly like walking on like hey, not like it's jumping out, because, flying. Out. It was yeah, just yeah, yeah. a slow. Once we go back and watch it like on DVD at home, you're real, we're gonna be like, wow, this looks really shitty. Uh, no, um, I don't <laughs> no, think so all, because this is dude. Go back I and watch every. Se- I felt every like emotion go back, possible go back, from the. <laughs> go back and watch Infinity War. And watch Mark Ruffalo in the Iron the uh, Hulkbuster outfit, yeah. tripping, and you're like, dude, this is just horrible animation. Um, and the one thing I want his head's just floating around in the suit. I did like the at the end when it was pretty much all the Marvel women kind of going against Thanos. Oh, a lot just, of people didn't like. That, it. I was gonna bad say, I was gonna say bad that, people don't like it. No, but, no, 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 not just bad people. And people I, who I will say that people. the people I saw it with felt like it was just very uh, pandering. Like, okay, like I can like see that, but you know what? It was a great moment. I, I loved it. Thing, I yeah. jumped out of my seat. I did a spin. And I was like, "Yeah, this is the yes. no stuff like that, and just stuff, just this. A lot of the stuff here in general, in this movie, where I kind of glossed over. It's you know very valid criticisms because to me, I don't think of this as a movie. I just think of this as a final, like as more like a final project. It was a bookend. It was a bookend. Yeah, it was a bookend for like these ten years worth of movies. It was it was a clip show. Yeah, I'm totally. It with you was with that. you yeah. know it's very literally a clip show where you're going into settings where like the way they handle is like we're not going to change the past. We're just yeah. because you can't because of this explanation that I don't want to go too much into. We can, I mean, we said spoilers, but no, no, no. But the, because I can't explain it, because it's just I can't too much. Really get it. They just can't. It's like they can't. They, they they approach them them going to the past in a very clever way, which is they're just background. Oh, yeah. They're just yeah. in the background. I really liked that. Yeah. I personally really liked that. And the Captain America scene where he gets the the tesseract and he looks the 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 Cap- the, the Hydra agents and it just looks like Hail Hydra. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were just like they were just like oh fuck all right take care dude. Yeah. Like, it was that was the smoothest shit that Captain was America's yeah. ever done. I, it's, that was a comic, all, the comic book right the one that just came out like a yeah, year ago. There was yeah, a comic yeah. where he's like because uh, yeah they. But he was undercover. That was the thing in the comic book. Like the next one after that, he was no. Like, he was no, he, got, he, got, he was legitimately like he got mind fucked. Oh, he got legitimately comic, yeah. mind fucked in the comic book. Yeah. But then him saying that was a great callback to that comic book. Also, a great callback to that fucking awesome badass scene in to Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, in the elevator. Says, Does anybody want to get out? Thing. Yeah, and um, it was. And this time he went about it the different and way. Then, he was yeah. like, oh, I know. Yeah, because knowing what he knew, it's it's. That and movie's just really clever. And yeah. then the Captain oh. America Captain America fight was pretty. Oh, that was awesome. Because he <laughs> thought he was. He's, that I'm, is not lo- I'm not Loki, dude. He's, that is America. <laughs> I could do this all day. Yeah, I yeah, know. I know, dude. Uh, I know. There's a lot of callbacks in this one. Did you guys catch the one where the, when the portals uh, right before the portals opened? Um, and I think it was from Winter Soldier when he Captain America first met Falcon. Okay. And Captain America kept passing him. To your left. He's like on your left. On your left. On your, on your left. left. Yeah. On your left. You know how so Falcon calls him up and goes, "Hey Cap, on your left. On your left. On your left. That was the first thing. Yeah, that's yeah. You can consider that the first reveal. But then, like, as soon as like you see T'Challa's face and like, yeah, it was really yeah. on. No, well, then, you saw the and you know, he be, does the jet. You all back. Yeah, yeah. Once you saw the little the little portal showing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I popped yeah, as soon portals? as I saw the little swirl. I was like, like, oh my god. Yeah, they're back. And then assemb- Avengers assemble, and then. Again, th- th- this is a movie of moments. Like, if you really, really want to just get down to the nitty gritty, like that's just not the movie to do that. Like, yeah. of course you're just gonna like poke holes because a it's fucking time travel. Yeah, 
And B, like, listen, they didn't go back in time. They interacted with himself. How does that not change? I the just future? think, no. like, the 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 movie, the, the the movie that, like, what it set out to do, which was create this bookend of ten years worth of filmmaking with Cap, with uh, Iron Man, and, you know, doing, yeah. saying, "I am Iron Man," and ending his life just this hero's death, and having a complete circle with Peter losing his shit over uh-huh. uh, Iron Man's death. Like, you could hear, like, all, in my theater experience, how many? <laughs> Did oh, I cried it? a bunch. Oh, of, I cried yeah. a bunch. Not, not, not even us. Not like not even just no, discounting the, us. Like, of course I cried. Like, it's dude, obvious. First, like, you have a black minutes, card if you didn't cry. Oh yeah, yeah. Hawkeye lost his family. Oh, I was I like, cried. oh my god, this is really starting. Yeah. No, I. You know, it started for me when you um, started playing and, yourself when, in that scene. You see, when, when, it started with me fixing when, myself with uh, Aunt, when um, Scott Lang was reunited with Casey. Yeah. That's when it started. Like, oh shit. Yeah. No, of course, because yeah. yeah oh, because shit. oh, I didn't see Ant Man. Like, oh, you grown. <laughs> yeah. Did that happen at the end of Ant Man and Wasp or something? Ant Man and Wasp is like yeah. as soon as he's about to get out of the quantum realm. Yeah, he comes yeah. out five years later. Yeah, because a fucking rat hits the yeah. activation thing. That's the best. Yeah. Part. Oh, and is that the scene that he leads into into Endgame? Because I didn't see Ant Man and Wasp. Oh uh, no, Ant Man Wasp. Yeah, it's well, it's not that particular scene. What happens is he's going into the quantum realm. Oh, spoiler alert for Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, <laughs> to retrieve like some type of uh, atom or something to help yeah. the girl that they that's shorting Adam out. Adam Rose, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, um, and like, and right before, yeah. right when he's set to come back from the quantum realm, uh, Hope and Hank Pym and Jan, they disappear. They, they they get they dusted. dusted. Okay. Oh. So he can't come back. Oh. And he gets stuck in the van. The van gets taken to some storage but then, facility. Went but, with Ken Ken Jong uh, as the yeah, uh, yeah, which yeah, is pretty yeah. funny. And the reason is like he the reason why he doesn't age is because that was probably like five seconds for him. He right? said it was five hours. Oh, five hours. Five hours. They were like, dude, well, what's years. going on? You've been in there for five years. He was like, no, yeah. I, I, I missed things. That things work differently. Yeah. It was five like, hours. What happened here? And then like that kid is just like. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I I lost my parents, asshole. <laughs> I had to admit that like I'm not a true Marvel fan, Marvel Cinematic Universe fan, because when Tony Stark's funeral was going on, they did that. Yeah, whole, who is that little? Who is that kid? Who is that little kid? Who yeah. is this kid? This grown kid. Turns out it was the kid from Iron Man Three. Yeah, yeah. Another callback. I know. I had that moment too. I was because like, the kid was grown now. I'm yeah, like, who like, is this kid? Like I thought it was like, oh man, this is gonna be a hook. Who who is this? Well, like turns out it was the kid. From, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, hey man, like, what if he's what if he, he he's friends with Peter Parker? Like, it's just, I'm just saying, this movie makes me like way more into like. There was a couple, there was a couple of times where I was like, oh wait, there's a Spider Man movie coming out this July. Like yeah. now after Endgame, like fuck man, like I hope oh, I, they I'm, super I'm explore to the movie. That one's gonna be good. I think yeah. like I think that I think you know what what your complaints like they didn't explore enough about like what was going down. I feel like. Far from home, they're not going to like dedicate an entire movie about it. But I do. Feel they'll like have a conversation about they'll it. They'll have like they'll shed light on that. Like I just yeah. want to see a post-apocalyptic world, but with superheroes involved. You, okay, I was going to say like then you should probably watch the Leftovers, which is a show about a rapture. Like, yeah, it's yeah. very very depressing, but it's it about, is like every episode you just get down. Yeah, but, but like, it's about a movie. It's yeah. a it's a show about like where I want to see like a Walking Dead type world minus the zombies. You know, with superheroes. Yeah, then that's read, all. That's uh, all I want. With Rita Repulsa from you know Power Rangers, yeah. Power really, Rangers coming in Zordon, kind of just goes dinosaurs down, goes down to like what's next? Dude? Read Marvel Zombies and, oh, oh, well. and a baby Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that baby Hitler. Well, that was the whole thing. You yeah. know, going back can, in time. We just go, but then that's not, that's not how it works. That's, that's not how it works. You can't just go back and kill baby Hitler. You Which like the, the future's bound is yeah. still gonna happen. Yeah. Future's still gonna happen. But really, is 
you know, just to put an end on this thing because we've been God, talking for too long for yeah. almost two hours. It's just for, that what's yes, next? almost two hours. What's well, um, next for this thing? The Eternal starring Angelina the next, Jolie, the next Kumail Nanjiani. The next big three: Spider Man, Captain Marvel, as Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, that you know, but I'm talking about Captain America, Iron Man. Oh yeah, no. well, we have a new Thor. Captain America. We have you know Falcon has now taken the role. He's yeah. taken the gimmick of Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're talking about like the the, the leaders Tiger of the Avengers or the yeah. Ultimates or whatever they're going to call themselves. Captain America. I well, Spider Man's destined to be one of the pillars of the yeah. big three. Uh, Miley Cap- Cyrus apparently as Captain Marvel. I just think, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. And I, uh, who's third? Uh, Black oh, Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, it's yeah. just that. Um, really, just thinking about it, just how much I think after watching this movie, as much as you guys really like, you know, uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. He's, he's your favorite Marvel <laughs> superhero, yeah. and to a degree, like I, he's he's a very very close second because I think just coming off of these movies, he he does. Yeah. No, I like love I love I absolutely fucking love Spider Man too. Like. I I swear by that like through my childhood, but if anything, this cinematic universe just made me like it. it Captain America is probably my number one now because just the way sure, he, yeah, yeah. the lo- like just the level of just inspiration that guy inspires, where just him just overall his ideal like yeah he's him being idealistic kind of like yeah, contributes to his hmm? your shirt Spider Man yeah. oh yeah, yeah. just yes. like it would just. Yeah, he's a bit of an idealist to a point where it's to his detriment. But like at the end of the day, like that 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 meeting where he's still very hopeful, he's still trying to like in, inspire hope for everybody, and for him to like knowing a way out of it, and just like him, just the resiliency he like that like Chris Evans just has in his performance. Yeah, and even just, his uh, Chris Evans Twitter is awesome. Yes, yes, him <laughs> and, just calling out any bullshit, can, any and if all bullshit. Yeah. I just think. He is what every hero should be. He is Superman. He yes. out Superman, yes. Superman yeah. to like to just a, an offensive degree. And I just think Captain America to me is can you explain the, the ending to me? Hero. The what? Can you explain the ending to me? He goes with, back in time to be st- to have his dance. Right, right, uh, yeah, right. I got did, that. They, I love they, they that. that. But I why, love that. why was he old? It. Why was he old? He was old because he lived his life. He he just lived his years. life. But he was Captain America. He shouldn't get he, older. He should. Well, he he ages slower. So yeah. So he shouldn't have been as old as he. He should have been like middle age. He should have been like thirty five, forty. Yeah, yeah. At most fifty, exactly. like a healthy fifty. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like maybe he just settled a down 50. like a, a Vince McMahon fifty. Or maybe or did he go back in time and not? Or you think? A super serum? Or you think he just looked? Too, I don't think he went that far back because I don't you, think uh, Agent uh, what's her name Carter? would fall for. Yeah, Agent Carter would fall for a little mini. Well, because didn't she like save her because her, they her go husband to, or whatever? Guys, and just remember this. Here's the thing. They like this is this is his stent. This is Chris Evans' send off. But let's not forget. Remember, like two thirds of this movie, you had fucking Scott Lang going through all the ages possible. Yeah, they can easily do this shit to Steve Rogers just in case no, we true. make a terrible Marvel movie. Yeah, oh shit, yeah. we need Chris Evans back. Let's yeah. let's, let's fucking fix it. Let's, 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 let's airdrop a million fuck like uh, all, like all the money in the world towards Chris Evans. Yeah. He'll be Captain yeah. America again. Let's de age this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. This is that's their feel safe. But to me, right now, I think the arc that Captain America went through, the arc that Iron Man went through, like, and the jury's still out there for Thor, which I'm very excited about. Um... I, you can't end it in a better way possible. Oh, you know what else they messed up that I just noticed? Like, Tony Stark lived that life. Uh, Steve Rogers let Steve Rogers live the life that he always wanted. Soldiers yeah, okay. come home. Tony On Stark, that, that, vein, that happened. Uh, remember, I think it was Civil War when he actually met Agent Carter when she was old and dying? Yeah. <sighs> 
And she was you like, mean yeah, she I died have... in Civil yeah, yeah. War? Yeah, but yeah. she was, but he, but he met her when she was old. It's yeah, so he met her, and she was like, yeah, I, I, here. Had, I had a husband, kids, grandkids. Yeah. Like uh, the, the documentary that he was watching. The, the other Agent Carter, the newest one, Sharon Carter. She was like her niece or granddaughter. They nipped that in the bud. They clearly so, nipped that on the bud. <laughs> so the Captain America went back and he raced them all. She had no husband. She Ooh, married Cap. Yeah. She had no kids. But does, Sharon but, Carter never but, existed. Wait, or, but or, wait, but then the, but that doesn't prevent so Sharon it. Carter is and lured her away. Listen, lured listen, man, away. listen, man. Like it's very possible that like Peggy just Peggy just divorced and the, oh, Peggy just divorced and then just left with Steve and then or still, never married. <laughs> but then you can't prevent that from okay. happening because the past becomes right. the present. You can't right. because Captain America originally isn't this the story? And I heard it on a YouTube video, so correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Didn't Captain America save the husband of Peggy Carter before? Then that's how they met because then Steve Rogers left. I have they, not watched a single. They second came together because of the union that they had, and then that's who her husband was. So he theoretically can go back in time and stop him from saving him, and then he dies. <laughs> that's another dick move. <laughs> Damn <laughs> Cap, that's, that's, that's WWE like, booking, booking right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, he's the face. But then let's just talk about how much Endgame. Like it, 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 Endgame ended everything, but just how much, how it strengthened everything surrounding it. Like people now, people give a fuck about Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, that that brings that entire thing. I into never a new saw life. that movie. That's what's awesome about the movie too. Yeah, I yeah. Never saw that yeah one. Now like you have it to rewards. It rewards investment. A lot of people skip that one, and everybody yeah. says Ragnarok was the best Thor movie. I fucking love Ragnarok. Yeah, what yeah. It was, it was the only Thor. Movie I was, I, but, see? I was fucking. I was like, I almost got up and cheered as soon as I saw the Rock guy. Yeah, and everybody. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's the best character yeah, in that yeah. movie. <laughs> oh, look, the guy's oh, back on. Cat, yeah, I don't keep. I keep new calling Cassius Sono when uh, Thor grabs it. You know what, New Master sixty three? I'm gonna come. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. I'm gonna come find you. I'm the Thor of God. I'm, I'm the, the God Thor of Thunder. Thunder. Thor, yeah, and all that. And thanks a lot. Yeah, so thank, thank you. If Thor. I hear from him again, uh, thank no. you, Thor. I appreciate I it, Thor. That. that was awesome. <laughs> oh no, he he's dead. Oh wait, he's alive. Remember the <laughs> ending of Thor? And then Infinity War just fucking just became a fucking bummer for that for that ship. Yeah. At the end of Ragnarok, but yeah. Endgame. I loved it a lot. It's not a single thing I would change about it. It's probably the greatest superhero movie since uh, Enter the Spider Verse. Just good, just fucking superhero. I don't movies. know. Fantastic Four is pretty good back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, but everywhere. So okay, so does does uh, Marvel have control of X Men yet? Yeah, uh, not yet. yet. Not yet. Almost. Almost. They're yeah, almost. There. I think they're like a month away. Because I'm, I'm waiting for that. Yeah. Because you know what? Marvel doing actual X Men movies is going to be fucking awesome. Yes. 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 I mean, nobody's and doing. They Fantastic can explain. Four. How the original mutants came, they explained it because when they they were talking about uh, that energy force that showed up on yeah. Earth, yeah, and then they found Thanos on another planet where that same explosion happened, that energy burst, yeah, that that could explain how mutants came to be. It was an energy burst that Thanos created, and mutants and um, here's the people thing. with like powers, like they're different, right? Like what do they call the other ones? Yeah, uh, well, it, superhumans or something like that. Uh, enhanced, enhanced, yeah, yeah. yeah like I think that. at this point, after this movie, with the amount of like fan service and everybody like confirming a lot of people's theories, like like there was a very long time where people wanted like the the right writing ways for uh, Steve send off. Like, oh no, he should go through time portal and have this last dance and just stay there. That happened. Last yeah. dance. I just think now. I now I just last think okay, you guys, end game. This was your show. We're just gonna now. We'll just take the win here because we're Steve Rogers mania. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, to close it out, 
you guys, uh, did you stick around for the? Yeah, uh, I didn't because okay. I knew there was no. Okay. I, I did, but I knew it was coming because I, okay. I pulled out my phone. I said, "What? What? What are we supposed to expect here?" It's, and it's, I looked at my my friends. I said, "This is what we're gonna get." Yeah. Do you want to stick around? And they said, "Yes." And it was a bunch okay. of pictures. So it was a little it was, stinger. It was a slideshows of just yeah, yeah, the slideshow, but then the the post credit complete. You know, yeah, the final final stinger. Yeah, which was Thanos the sound. is really alive. Which is the sound. No, Thanos yeah. is alive. Okay, so wait, what? The Thanos directors? Is, no, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> so the directors were like, yeah, 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 that's a that's a callback to uh, Iron Man one. It was a sound of Tony that, Stark banging the hammer against. No, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's, I have it's, a theory. It's, it's it's Wolverine's adamantium being created. Oh, Weapon X, motherfucker. Uh, I think I can one up that. Okay. It's Doctor Doom creating his armor for the first time. You think? You think? Doc, honestly, Fantastic what, Four. Can we? Doctor Doom yeah, is Doc, the, Victor Von Doom. Yeah. You think? I feel like he's the he's only the, guy who can actually follow up. Him and Galacticus yeah. are the only two people who can actually yeah. follow up with Thanos because Thanos. His yeah. name is Victor of or a Doom. Kang. Kang. The Kang. big head. Kang is the time traveler we just went through. Modok. Yeah. I hope not. Please, God, no. Modok. <laughs> Let's go. Modok. Just a fucking head yeah. with little tiny arms and feet. Uh, <laughs> people like people, so. I remember like one person suggesting Patton Oswalt should play Modok. That's just not a bad joke. casting. Yeah, it's not, not bad casting, casting so, at all. Though, okay, I was a little disappointed that He's we didn't, we didn't have though. like any like funny cameos like a whole many funny cameos uh, how the duck cameo? is in the movie where, yeah, yeah. where? Uh, he's, a, he's yeah. like right next the, to like somebody in the he's battle like, at the end or something yeah at the battle at the oh end he's God. on the right side lower, lower part of the screen it's crazy and that's what it is like there was people... always characters that just didn't have any lines yeah like, Drax had no lines yeah, but yet, yeah, he did. No, he, he did. They went in. Remember the the when uh, when Thor was in the when Thor was in the spaceship, he was getting inside the spaceship with the guardians. Oh, and it's like idea. you guys should fight with knives. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. please fight with yeah. knives. Oh, and him yeah. getting on the back of the You're big right. of the of Thanos's big uh, big guy. He's just yeah. uh, he's he's latching onto him as he's stabbing him in the back. And yeah. I was like, ah, yeah, that, that was, was good. so good. Yeah, uh, so, the movie's yeah. so good. The movie's excellent. Probably one of the greatest. Go check it out. Well, he probably didn't. Doctor Strange had hardly any lines, but the lines that he did have—he had the most important moment where he's just going. I feel like he—that was probably arguably the most important part. His most important part of the movie is like he can't. That's the thing. I wouldn't like Tony's kind of stupid for asking him if is this the one because like that's if I tell you that's just going to change. That's going to affect the outcome. It's going to affect the outcome. And Uh then for him, like as soon as he got like. I feel like that was as soon as he got the the the, the, the thing the gauntlet the iron gauntlet the yeah. iron gauntlets like that was him confirming like yeah that's what you have to do yep and then you see the face and Tony Stark is like but yeah. wait like he already had that iron gauntlet thing right in that battle like it, when yeah. when, wasn't when Doctor Strange held up that one he already had it ready to go I, to, to I, steal yeah, the dude, to I steal the like, stones from I feel like he made a second one like one that Hulk was rocking. No, isn't that the same one though? Because that's the only way. No, it wasn't. Because it had to be a second one. It had to be a second one. No, it was a second one. But then the raw. But then it didn't. No, it it got lost in the explosion when Thanos was um was bombing that facility. Remember? And then like and then Thanos was wearing it. No, Thanos was not wearing it because no because he stole it because he has his own gauntlet from the okay. But we never saw the gems flying over to the gauntlet. He just no. He just took it. He he put on the iron gauntlet. You can just take out those gauntlets. Remember? But he didn't do that. He put on the iron. No, he he put on the iron gauntlet. There was. There the was Iron stuff. Man gauntlet. He had it on. Yeah, he was. That's when he was rocking. And then Iron Man transferred the stones between them because it was his own technology he, that yeah. he invented. He because he could do that. It's just that. No, I know. But it got lot. There's a reason why. Like, yeah, Hulk had it. He sna- He anti snapped. But then Thanos bombed that facility. So it just makes Doctor Hawkeye Strange. Hawkeye had to get it, 
it was. But then, what was it? Why was it in the van? Oh, cause yeah, that was the one. Hawkeye had it first, and then he gave it up to T'Challa. Then T'Challa because it's Spider Man. No, Spider Man. I thought Spider Man gave it to T'Challa. Uh, Guys, I think we need to see this movie. Again. No, that yeah, we need to see it again. <laughs> no, because remember, Spider Man was getting uh, dropped with a whole bunch of bombs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he had it right next to him. Like, like I said before, us deconstructing the plot of this movie. I feel like just does it does its impact a disservice because like it, this is Infinity War all over again. Again, guys. I know we're, we are a wrestling. <laughs> I know we are a wrestling podcast, and we have to deconstruct every single possible decision. Yeah, this thanks for sticking has. around, audience. By the way, but, I might just have to make this two shows. <laughs> yeah, it's just that this movie was uh, just I for upload's sake. I just can't. As I'm still thinking about it, you know, and it's yeah. going to be a movie that I will continue to think about until the next Marvel movie because, like, goddamn. Like best of luck, Spider Man, and I and like, and I feel like they're gonna scale it back because they have to just to make everything they do all the more meaningful. Yeah. But we got lives to lead, and I feel like we should end this now. Let's get out of here. Yeah, for, let's get out of here for City Wrestling. Great movie, guys. It's been it's been a pleasure. Behemoth of an episode. It's, it's been a pleasure having the OGs back in the house. Yes, just yes. like the OG Avengers, just like you had Thor and uh, Captain America and Iron Man duking it out with Thanos, which is also a great moment when they're just standing oh, off when against they first each other, fighting. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Awesome movie. For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. Wrestling sucks, dude. (laughs) I'm Jose Oceana. I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you later this week with the B Show, our NXT and NXT UK recap. No, man. I can't can't go back. Guys, have have a great Thursday, and we'll see you later. Bye.